7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi there, everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, uh, radio for humans. And, of course, uh, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but... We have our music license back, everybody. It is no longer, it is no longer the the impossible dream it once was. And of course, I forgot to open this up, but there, yeah, I did it. Live three sixty five is now licensing our music, but I shouldn't play too much of this song within a podcast because I might break fair use rules. So. <laughs> But yeah, so there it is, everybody. Halloween music is back up and running. Uh, it took me a little bit of a um, little bit of doing to get it there. But as all of my technological endeavors, it turns out everything was fine except for one stupid little thing I overlooked, and uh, I meant to play this. Yeah, but I got it fixed, and it's up and running. And of course, welcome to the show, Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, buddy. Hello. Hello. Yeah, so, Hello. So we got the Halloween music up and running for everybody. My big, wow, massive good. Halloween collection. Good. S- started a couple weeks too late for my taste, but whatever. We got two more weeks of it at least. We'll run a little into November. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. The Beltway Beer of the Bubble. Well, I think we both had some parties this, this weekend. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we did. How was yours? Oh, it was magnificent. I'll, 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 I'll talk about it here momentarily. Yeah, I, I, I had a great weekend with the sister. Um, yeah, it was just a good time. I, <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. It was. T- we we wiped ourselves out, all of us. Yeah. I got I got a special like behind the scenes tour of the United States Senate building. Oh my God! The one that you, the one that you don't get, you know, when you when you go and get the tour itself. So. Wow. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my, oh my goodness! Wow. Got uh, to see the office of the parliamentarian. Wow, that's very yeah, exciting. It was. Did, it was. It was very cool. It was very cool. I had a great you, weekend. I missed. You. Go did ahead, you see I'm Matt? Sorry. Did you see Matt Gates sneaking into places he shouldn't be? <laughs> oh no! It was the Senate, not the House. Oh, oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, I figure, you know, why put it past them? He, you know, he's probably, you know, trying to peek That's up ladies' his deal. Trying to peek up ladies' skirts and stuff. I hear he has mirrors on his shoes. Yeah, I hear he does too. I heard that. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> some say. Some say. There's, there's some say. say. Devin say Nunes Cow told me that. See? So. I can't tell you how many people come up to me and say, "Sir, <laughs> sir, uh, sir." I know he has mirrors on his shoe, and he has a little camera there too. Should be investigated. 
He should be investigated. Yeah. Bigly. So bigly. bigly. Uh yeah. so anyway, but no, Rain, that sounds fun. I mean, so so how how long did you get to spend uh in all the ins and outs there? Um, our tour the the official tour was at ten. That ends around noon. We had lunch. I think we got out of there around one thirty. We spent about an hour and a half in the Senate side of the building. I got mm-hmm. to see John Thune's his door. You know, yeah. it, it, nobody was in office, so. Um, but it's I, I got to say, um, if anybody comes to visit us here in in the D.C. area, um, I can probably have the person who gave us the tour, who is a friend of my brother-in-law's, um, I, we could probably get this done again. It was it was very cool. The art, <clears throat> the artwork that's inside that th- that building is yeah. magnificent. That's awesome. You know. So so, they got any more Diglianis? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, they got twenty four of them. Twenty four. They got any Kincaid? <laughs> no, there is actually. I know this might be surprising to you. There is no Kincaid, which, which I'm I'm happy about. There were a lot of it. There it does on them snow covered houses with lights in them. You know what I mean? Oh my God! Boom! That Kincaid. No, there were no Kincaids. He was a. But what's he, interesting he's a good is that there, there are some hallways that still have, you know, they're still blank. And I mm-hmm. guess whoever designed, you know, this whole thing, because the original, the, the painter, the painter for the Senate and the house, the whole entire house, his, um, his, he's an Italian artist and his last name is Bimini. Yeah. So he did a lot of, he did a lot of these paintings, but there is room for more artists to come in and add to it. And so Mike I, I Lee's probably thinking about putting up his uh, Pamela Anderson posters there. Oh, I bet he is. <laughs> <laughs> What I got him framed. <laughs> oh, it was just—it's a beautiful building, and it, nice. it was—it just gave me a new appreciation for, well, for 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 you know our government mm. and mm-hmm. and how the Senate doesn't work the way it should. Yeah, I, you know, so I hear you, Mitch McConnell, and I said that in the House. I mean, Good. in the Senate side. I said, okay. you know, do you ever want to just say "fuck you," Mitch McConnell? And he's like, "Well, I work here. Um, I really can't." And I was like, "I can." Amen. Amen. There you go. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Well, but be careful what you do in there, Rain. Don't mess around with God's America. Don't want to get God sore at you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, that sounds fun. I might, I might try and uh, uh, do that. But I'd be afraid I'd. I if I saw somebody's door or something, I might vandalize it. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, yeah, NSA, if you're listening, kidding. Uh, so yeah, I so we had a big our big clam. Well, oh, did Matthew like his uh, gift from uh, his uncle Ken? He did. He did not know who half uh, all three of them were. He didn't. Of course, know. he didn't. Um, and and you know, he was just like, "This is cool," but. Now you've met Matthew, so you yeah. understand this. This is cool, but what the heck is this? Yeah. And so Nissa, you know, sat him down, and she's like, "This is Fonzie," and she explained that to him. And this is Greg. None of us knew who Action Jackson was. Ken. He's like a GI Joe lie. knockoff that Migo made. It's it's okay. Okay. That was just and, I know, wanted him to have that because you know. But I the like thing Action is, Jackson. is that 
you know, Nissa's going to go home with, with Mike and they're going to go into the whole happy days and the, and yeah. the Brady Bunch. And, and they're going to look into it. He was like, wow. And then he said, he said to Nissa, is he really our uncle? <laughs> Unofficially. Because Matthew is such a literal kid. <clears throat> yeah. You know? He's really he a literal kid. But he did. He really did like it. He's like, just so cool. So I get to keep this list that explains what it is from you? And we're like, yes, you can. So, Ken, thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you again. It's a it's the age of discovery. So, uh, so <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, uh, yeah. So we had our big monster clam bake, our our Thanksgiving clam bake on Saturday, largely for Susan's dragon boat uh, pals. But I did have some of my friends over. Um, you know, uh, about six of my friends, I think. But there was a whole bunch of dragon boats people, and there, and then okay. First of all. Let me just say, we tolerated this, but not cool to say, you, cool to say, is it okay if I bring a friend? Yes, it's okay. Get another text message. Is it okay if I bring two more friends? No, that's not okay. Susan said it was okay. It was not okay with me, but I just shut my mouth. Because I'm telling you what, this one guy, when all the food was done... I was, you know, I was lifting the pots so people could, you know, get whatever they wanted because we had three pots with food in it. And um, this guy took four drums, drumsticks. And I was like, dude, take two, let everybody else get some, come back for more. <laughs> you know, I mean, he took 10% of the drumsticks. <laughs> was so. was he one of the dragon boat people or was he, he was in he was friend? one of the people who was invited by uh that was an, an add-on a late add-on and i was like okay. oh man also i just discovered i am officially an old man that will complain <laughs> about anything um if you tick me off and um i i went over to a there's there a garbage can and somebody threw an entire piece like a a five inch piece of kielbasa in the trash <gasps> and i looked up and i said somebody threw f this piece of kielbasa in the trash you should have asked if somebody else wanted it oh my mm. yes and then i went into my garage and i saw somebody took an ear of corn and took one little bite out of it. It's tiniest little ears of corn. They were all broken in half. They were small ears. Some of them probably didn't taste as good as the others. Somebody took like two bites of corn and threw it in the trash. And I'm like, I lifted it up and I said, somebody took two bites out of this and threw it in the trash. <laughs> and so I went out and I threw it in the fire. And then I get back to the fire, the fire pit, which was gone great. Uh, thanks to my buddy Mort for helping out with that. And Perry uh, from uh, Susan's one a husband of one of the dragon boat people also old ro roller derby friend um um i i went back and one of the one of the people who were invited by somebody else uh i looked down and there's like eight miller light bottles just laying on the ground oh, and i'm no, like no. in the dark so somebody could go walk by and step on them break them slip on them fall whatever hit their head fall in the fire whatever and I said, you know, you could have asked somebody where to put these. <laughs> I mean, I was completely cordial to everybody all night. But when I saw stupid shit, I called it out. 
Because it's like I put a lot of work in, and when people are that fucking lazy, or, oh, I don't like this piece of corn. It's not perfect. I'm throwing it out. It's like you either like corn or you don't like corn. You're not always going to get the most perfect piece of corn. And none of it was disgusting. I'm more pissed off about the kielbasa. The kielbasa. I mean, that was expensive stuff. We went and bought five pounds of fresh garlic kielbasa from a local meat market. See, I'm more pissed off because corn is corn. I understand where you're at, Ken. Sure. I get where you're at. But the meat. Don't toss the meat. No. Ask somebody else if they want it. You know, but I just looked down. I was like, holy shit. Really? Really, people? You know, you, you know, it's like, I didn't collect money for this. I didn't do anything like that. But, you know, um, but, and, but I'll tell you what, everything came out perfect. I will say I was, there's a bit of a learning curve with these pots because all the meat got done, but I, I, I think I put too much chicken in the bottom, too many chicken legs, and it didn't allow the steam to travel appropriately. So I think next oh. time I have to do something to get, um, Maybe even put a screen in the bottom or something, like a round screen or something. But at least try and space out the chicken a little bit better. Um, because the the corn and the potatoes weren't done by the time everything else was. So I pulled all the I pulled the two meat pots with the chicken, clams, and kielbasa. And then I put the corn and potatoes back on directly over the steam, steam pot. And... Um, mm-hmm. And turned the heat up and boiled it for like... Or steamed it for like 20 minutes and it was done. So... And then some idiot started spreading a rumor that the corn and potatoes were only for vegetarians. What? I, t- what? I went I went down and I said the corn and potatoes are done, and somebody was like, "Oh, I just heard that the 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 corn and potatoes were being saved for the vegetarians." And I'm like, "There's two vegetarians who are using the grill. They have their own corn and their own potatoes because they didn't want it steamed with a bunch of meat." Yeah, you were cooking it with meat. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I said, I don't know who told you that, but that is erroneous. Go grab potatoes and corn. Um, so, I, I mean, it was just like, it, it, it's like, it had to have been the dumbest game of telephone I've ever damn heard. Uh, <laughs> I've ever Kenny, damn heard. Kenny, you have become, you've become a grumpy old man. And I, I love you know, that. I mean, it's just, you know, but other than that, I had a blast. <laughs> no, I do. The, the karaoke was awesome. I put on Army of Darkness and Kiss Meets uh, the Phantom of the Park or Kiss versus the Phantom of the Park. Uh, the Hanna Barbera TV kiss movie from uh, the seventies. Um, you know, karaoke was awesome. My friends uh, Bob uh, Bob Ignizio from Cleveland Movie Blog, formerly, and his wife, uh, my, the, my my occasional legal counsel. She's an attorney, so I talk to her about things if I don't understand a legal term. It's always good to have a lawyer friend. And, um, and their son, Vince, and he was like drooling at the notion of clams. He was like so impatient for it to get done because it took a lot longer than I thought it was going to take for everything. But how did the it, clams come out? Were they, were they perfect. juicy? Yeah, perfect. they were all chewy? They, they were, they were just meaty. They were just meaty nice. and nice. Nice. So, you know, they did not, they weren't like rubber bands, you know, and the chicken was immaculate. Oh, it was, it was so good. good. And, Looking uh, forward to it, Ken. I Looking bought, forward to it. I bought the, what is it, J-O seasoning from uh, the Maryland crab seasoning. I think it's J-O. J-O? Yeah, I think it's J-O. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, I ordered it. I guess it's like the, the real crab boil stuff that people buy in big bags. And I ordered a bag of that, and I oh, used that okay. on the chicken, and then I put a little extra on the clams, and... uh 
And, you know, and I did my standard thing. I, I, you know, quartered some lemons to put with the clams. The clams that got hit with the lemon were really good. Um, you know, because, uh, you know, you could get a little smack of lemon there. Very good. And then... Uh, but, you meant Old Bay, right? Not J.O.? No, I meant J.O. Oh. Not Old Bay. Okay. It's, this comes in, a, comes in a clear clear pouch. Um, and uh, let me see. J.O. Crab... Crab season, J O Crab season. Okay, I I'm I look forward to trying <clears throat> that because here in Maryland, holy crap, Old Bay is a cult. Well, this apparently um, is. I, I think this is supposed to be like more acceptable for for hardcore, uh, you know, people okay. like. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, that's that was the impression I got. Here's a link to a spice place that has it. Um, yeah, I don't question you. I mean, I, they, they no. I, I just want to share. Base stores down yeah. here. It's ridiculous. But it's like six bucks for a big bag, um, and you know, I use like three quarters of it on the chicken, and it, I actually okay. put it in, put it on the chicken a couple hours before in all the bags. I had like forty chicken legs or drumsticks. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, they they it came out great. It came out awesome, but. Um, but yeah, karaoke was fun. I did uh, a great rendition of It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, uh, a la Boris Karloff. <laughs> so, um, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Um, but okay. yeah, uh, and you know, of course, busted out the Monster Mash. Me and Mort did Welcome to My Nightmare by Alice Cooper, you know, uh, all kinds of stuff. Chug a lug, did some Roger Miller. Um, and uh king of the road of course but yeah you know we just tossed the microphone around uh and uh you know did like we did at your party in the garage and yeah it was it was a lot of fun and it was pretty nice it was a little windy early in the day but then it, it kind of cooled down and i was really cold and then i started drinking and i didn't get so cold anymore <laughs> so now very important story that I need to talk about right now. Everybody knows about our uh, our feral cat Billy, right? Little black girl kitty. Um, well, Susan decided to take her to the community vet to get her checked out for illnesses, and she didn't want to go. So Susan took her to this community vet center, and they they charge uh, very. Very little, uh, you know, to, to, you know, actually, I think it might be free if you're taking care of a feral cat. Um, so, uh, took her in, ran the battery of tests on her and she checked out negative on all of the tests, except it turned out she checked positive for having a penis. Don't say penis in this oh. house. Billy's a little boy, everybody. Aww. <laughs> maybe, maybe, Billy, maybe Billy's transgender. Well, um, no. What happened here is, um, Aww. what happened here is that the people at the hardware store said we got her fixed and we gave away a litter of her kittens. Oh. And so we never questioned it. And then when we went to get her, now him, fixed, um, they were like, oh, the ear's been clipped. Uh, she's been fixed. 
So, you know, so all this, you know, has been Billy's a little girl. And then Susan took her in, and now that's now Billy's a boy. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so uh, I thought I'd try and scare you guys like something was really horribly wrong. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, she, she tested positive, positive for having a wiener. So, <laughs> that happens to us. Got a gun. Yeah. That happened to us, me once. When I was a kid, yeah. Somebody gave me a kitten, said it was a boy. And, um, about a year later, that boy had a litter of kittens. <laughs> so we renamed it Ben Her. Nice. Yes. Oh, there you go. Oh, Ben Purr. Could have been Ben Purr. So, oh, Ben Hur gave, uh, yeah. gave birth to a litter. Well, you see, that's what I was worried about when Susan called. Well, she texted me. Of course, never text anybody with, we need to talk. <laughs> never say that. Yeah, that's bad. Say, you that's got a, a few opening. minutes? You got a few minutes? Can I call you? You know, give me a call when you can. Um, and then she was like, oh, I don't want to freak him out. So she called me immediately. And I was like, oh, and, and then she starts telling me, well, they checked her out. She's fine. And she did the same thing that I, I did to you guys. And she's telling me, you know, you know, and then I, I was going to say, but she's pregnant is what I thought she was going to say. And I was going to be like, no, she wasn't really fixed. And they're like, no, uh -huh. no, you know, cause there's not, there's no indication. You can't even see any little like empty sack back there, you, you know, on Timby, you can see a little, you know, withered sack. Little you know, sack. yeah, but I mean, he is a lighter colored cat, so but you know, I really didn't poke around back there too much, you know, not and not at all, really. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, and she Susan was like, really, and they were like, yeah, and they did something and made it come out a little bit. <laughs> Oh, and, oh, and, and oh, he didn't, and he oh. didn't like that. He was, he was definitely, uh, you know, uh, no, 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 uh, no, 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 bad touch, <laughs> bad touch. Um, so, uh, but yeah, Heather says maybe they're confused with another cat. I think that has to be it. That has to be it. So, but yeah, and KT Kaser says the, the at least the name still works. That's so, true. yeah. So yeah, so yeah. and then now I'm calling him Billy Boy. So well, I'm glad he's healthy. Yeah, yeah. Now we just got to figure I'm out what the heck we're healthy. gonna. I mean, I was I was worried that you were gonna say that he had something like the you know the feline, you know. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was yeah, trying to I was trying to mess with you guys. I figured I'd mess with you guys just for fun. Um, I'm still stuck on your party being so big. That there were actually rumors going on during the party. That's a big party. Well, I guess it was like thirty people max. Wow. Well, yeah, but where we were. rumors starting at a party—that's that's big. Like with five the, people, you can't have a rumor start. I heard the corn and the potatoes were being saved for the vegetarians. Yeah, yeah there's two vegetarians I, 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 in one like ten-gallon pot full of potatoes and corn. <laughs> I, I was just wondering if anybody got up and said. Don't take the green acid. No, oh, or the brown acid. So, oh, the brown acid. Uh, yeah, it's don't, poorly manufactured. Don't, don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, there was. Uh, I don't think there was any such. No uh, brown acid. I don't think there was any such. Uh, I'm trying to find the. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Here it is. Oh. I got, I, I got it for you. There, yeah. It's just bad acid. It's manufactured poorly. It's manufactured poorly. I'll eat so. the brown potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there are any drugs at this party. I don't think so. Don't eat the brown Lots potatoes. Lots of booze. We 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 did. Uh, I did at least a tiny shot of Tullamore Dew, but I knew better because I did a couple shots of that a few weeks ago, and the next day I was like, <sighs> no. <laughs> I guess Just the, the corn was manufactured poorly. Uh, some of them, yeah, because somebody threw threw a piece out. Yeah, and and, and the kibasi and the kibasi. You know, that's the one that pisses me off. And the fact your Miller was it bottle Miller light bottles on the ground, dudes. Yeah. Seriously, I don't we mind had a if you're drinking. People at our party over well, the summer, it, it, we didn't have people yeah. throwing shit in the ground. Yeah, I mean, I I had you know so. I mean, I showed everybody where the recycling was by the house. And then, um, you know, uh, it, and I had like two different spots for it. I had boxes, I had buckets, uh, you know, and then I was collecting it and putting it in the in the big one. So I didn't want the big bin out back. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I went back and I said, here, let me go get you a bucket for the bottles. And I, and I went and I set the bucket down. And then I went back a few minutes later, and all the bucket was empty, and the bottles were still there. It's like I brought you this bucket for the bottles. Oh, it wasn't there. And I, I said, I know. You didn't you hear me? I said I was oh. going to go get it for you. So I put the bottles in the bucket. I was like, See? there. Put other bottles in the bucket. And then oh, and then yesterday I found a goddamn <laughs> chicken bone. There was a chicken bone on the ground. And I, and oh. Bill and Billy was trying to chew on it. It's like Ooh. you can't give dogs and cats chicken bones, and That's you know. And I told everybody, throw your chicken bones in the fire; they will mm -hmm. burn up. It is a fact. Um, so, but anyway, that was my party, and that was our revelation with Billy the kitty. And of course, we got to hear about Rain's party and adventures in D.C. Oh. So, and Joe, you got a new hot water tank. No. No. <laughs> No. Did no, it get fixed? No. Oh. I, I, there's some discrepancy whether it's broken. So oh. we're going to check it out tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I, I think, thankfully, I have a brother-in-law who's very handy, and he's coming up with some some meters, and he's going to test it and see what's going on. So that's all no, right. no big deal. The hot water got really, really hot all of a sudden. So oh. hot that if you put it on hot, you know, you scald mm. yourself. Oh. So that's always an indication that's either, you know, one of the elements. I have an electric heater, so either an element is burning out. Usually yeah. what happens is they overheat. Yep. And then they burn out. That's what I, when, as soon as you said electric, I was like, well, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Then, then mm. the next thing you know, you have cold water. That's the worst, especially this time of year. Yeah. Well... I sometimes have to take cold showers, so it's okay. Ouch! Show you're so hot. That's right. <laughs> so you know that's uh, that's our story. So we'll All see right. you tomorrow. You're sticking to but, it. Uh, it. That's right. <laughs> but that's good. All right. And yesterday yep. we threw out a whole bunch of junk. Oh, oh my yeah, God. that's right. Good for yes, you. Yes, we had. WeDoCleanouts.com came to our house. Awesome. And they did a clean out. Oh, boy, did they do a clean out. My garage looks so empty. 
Oh, you wow. Can, you can probably hear an echo in it now. You could. So. And I hope it's the echo of my cousin painting it. Yeah. <laughs> or the echo <laughs> of, a, of a clown tied up and hidden in a trunk. <laughs> yeah, or that I won't say it because the FBI will be calling all of us. I'm not going to say it. Rand that. Paul nursing a couple more broken ribs. Oh, uh, Rand. Oh. <laughs> Rand. Poor boy. Oh, my Poor God. Boy. He, he was underneath my garage door and it closed. No. Sorry. Oh. Oh, boom. and it just kept going up and down and slamming real hard. Oh, man. Yeah, because it's one of those, you know, as soon as it touches you, it goes back up and then comes back down. It goes well, back it malf- up. It just malfunctioned yeah. a little bit and just kept wham. Just really hit him real hard. Right in the ribs. Yeah, just stuck. <laughs> right in the ribs. Punctured lungs, all that shit. Oh my gosh, poor boy. Yeah. If it only could have been his head, he'd have been okay. Oh yeah, that's the coils of his hair would have bounced it back up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, like the the <laughs> got a wi- he's got a wig. What's made of slinkies? Uh, so <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and go to the break. Uh, we've got Ghost Gun queued up, and uh, in in honor of the party we just had. I'm going to play the 1992 1992 trailer of Army of Darkness. That'll be fun. So we're going to go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Take it off the air now, please. You've got to at least. We have Tuesday interruption. We're having technical problems. Please stand by. It's time. It's time. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Dark masks. Gather round your cheese and put on your mask. Watch. All witches, all skeletons, all jack-o'-lanterns. The third commercial, it's still on. Please. Take off the third channel. The third channel is still running. Stop it, please. For God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to... Please stop it. Stop it now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Stop it. 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 Turn up the night with Kenny Pig.
age of darkness. May God have mercy upon your souls. Something's wrong. Something's amiss. And a time of evil. You shall die! When the world needed a hero. The swallow our souls. And about to die! What it got was him. Groovy. You know your shoelace is untied. He's a 20th century guy. For that arrogance, I shall see you dead. Trapped in the Middle Ages. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. This is my boomstick. Now, let's talk about how I get back home. Foretold by a mystical book. Within its pages are passages that can send you back to your time. Forewarned by a wise man. You must recite the words, Klaatu, Berata, Niktu. I got it, I got it. Fulfilled by a wise guy. Klaatu, Berata, Niktu. We only spoke the words, the army of the dead awoke. Now, he's got a date. Give me some sugar, baby. With the army of darkness. You found me beautiful once. Honey, you got real ugly. Sound the trumpets. Raise the drawbridge. Drop the Oldsmobile. From Sam Raimi. Oh, that's gonna hurt! Director of Darkman. Comes Army of Darkness. They live. They breathe. They suck. Army of Darkness. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern.
Warning. This preview cannot show all of the terrifying and grotesque transformation sequences from the last 30 minutes of Indie Media Weekly. You have been warned on IndieMediaWeekly.com. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my god! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! I've worse. It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And yes, uh, the, uh, the, uh, at least Adam missed out on this. He was yes, we discovered that Billy, our little girl cat outside kitty, is actually a boy. So yes, that's the uh, that was the big revelation. But anyway, um, welcome back, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I'm a boy too. Life's full of surprises. Yeah. Uh, and and <laughs> rain, rain for Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Did the vet do something to you, Joe? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, I, I escaped. <laughs> uh, right. And, of course, rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. The Beltway Bureau, the bubble. Welcome back. The swamp. I'm a girl, and I'm naturally fixed. Well, there you go. Um <laughs> So, anyway, um, yeah, so uh, I want to get into this uh, this first uh, bit of audio here. Uh, let me see. Where, where are we? Yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, this is, uh, oh, my God. I hate Rand Paul so much. So much. He was on Stephanie Rule's program. I, I huh? bet you he threw the Miller Lite bottles on your yard. He probably did. And I should have rushed him. I should have rushed him. Tumbled down a hill. <laughs> uh, he he likes a good ribbing, Paul Paul Ryan or Paul Paul Ryan Rand Paul. <laughs> Rand Paul Ryan. Um, yeah, uh, the fake uh, libertarians uh, of the GOP. Um, well, well, Stephanie Rule had Rand Paul on. And to her credit, she tried to pin him down on... See, somebody else tried to pin him down. (laughs) (laughs) Tried to pin him down on uh, the issue of, well, if you're not okay with uh, Hunter Biden as a private citizen doing, you know, work, uh, you know, and possibly benefiting... And and Hunter Biden, to his credit, admitted that, yeah, he has a certain amount of privilege because his last name is Biden. You know, and that's true in the realm of, you know, you know, I mean, do you think Tori Spelling really got a job because she's a great actress? Okay, let's take it to the next level. Do you sure. think that Megan McCain got a seat on The View because she's a really great interviewer? Oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm just saying. No, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yes, there are benefits, and he and he says in hindsight because it's causing so much you know uh, trouble. Uh, again, he, he says maybe it was a mistake, not because I did anything wrong, but because it's causing trouble for for my dad now. Um, well, 
But he also didn't know his dad was going to run for president. Sure. Sure, absolutely. You know, and, uh, and, and you know, and, and of course, everybody is screeching, he's not qualified, he's not qualified, you know, and, and, and he has worked in similar industries in the past. And it's like, tell me what Eric Trump is qualified for. I'll wait. Oh, I I know. <laughs> Eric Trump. Eric Trump can separate um, plastics from aluminum in recycling bins. I don't think he can. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think the I think that he probably has the same skills as a paperweight, but probably not as adept. I, or but yeah, or the, the, as much as much weight. I mean, you got to keep knocking him out. So you know he fidgets. This, this idea that he's not qualified is just bullshit. How many? Yeah. Anyway, I, I guess. Well, we you. Go well, into well, this how about how about ridiculous. when Ivanka? How about when Ivanka was trying to speak with world leaders and they were all like rolling their eyes at her? You know. Yes. I mean, or it's like, what what are Melania's qualifications? To, you know, for the be best program again, looking in things and pointing at things, and I guarantee you, vaping is going to be the fourth peeler. I think it would be important to point out that had the Republicans been so concerned about Hunter Biden, perhaps when the Republicans were in charge of the House of Representatives, they would have investigated him then. Yeah, but wow, so much dirt has come out. Um, on what's going on, uh, you know, in this in the impeachment inquiry. I mean, it's 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 mind-boggling. So Stephanie Rule takes Rand Paul to task because he's endlessly defending Trump. He is such a bobble-headed sycophant, and he's and, and one thing I forgot because I haven't recorded Rand Paul in a long time. The man speaks like a child. He's he with, he's with cat lips. But his mouth is very, very... Oh, big. God. And his eyebrows never move. He's got, like, big arching eyebrows that I can't stand to look at. They're like clown eyebrows, Joe. So... Uh, he's a clown. Yeah. So, it, and, listen... Uh, if I had a clown car, I'd run him over. <laughs> if I had a clown car. So... If I had a clown car. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, <laughs> Mow down the clowns. Uh, <laughs> I'd back over Rand Paul. Then I'd drive forward again. Then I would back down. Thump, thump. Okay. Yes, well, here we go. A clown. Come all right. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, Stephanie Rule with Rand Paul. And, and this is this is so, so goddamn Epic. irritating. Yesterday, Fiona Hill was there. She reportedly spoke to your colleagues about Rudy Giuliani, his attempt to create his own shadow policy on Ukraine. Does that bother you, shadow policy from Rudy Giuliani? Yeah, I don't really have any inside information as to what Giuliani's been doing in Ukraine. I would say that when you look at the Ukraine situation and you look at the accusations of the president somehow uh, being involved with withholding aid, 
I think the one thing that's true in Washington is that everybody seems to be trying to tell Ukraine what to do. We had three U.S. senators tell Ukraine that if they didn't keep investigating Trump, that they would vote to withhold the aid. We had a that's Democrat a senator just a month ago fly over to Ukraine and say if they investigated Hunter Biden, he would vote to withhold their tra- their, their aid. So I think both parties have been doing this. And uh, frankly, I think we've got no money to send to them anyway. I mean, we have to borrow the money from China to send it to Ukraine. It involves us in other people's wars. And ultimately, I think to leads to really messy situations with loss of American lives. Are you interested in understanding further what it is that Rudy Giuliani, a private citizen, is doing? Reuters reporting that he was recently paid 500 grand from the company that was started by the two Ukrainian guys who were arrested last yeah. week. Are you not curious? Well, that- well, that's almost as much as Hunter Biden made. Oh, Hunter my Biden God. 600000 from a Ukrainian company. So if we want to investigate Rudy Giuliani's financial dealings, by all means do it. But at the same time, you should, if you want to be fair, investigate Hunter Biden's uh, economic dealings in the Ukraine as well. Does that mean we should be looking deeper into how Jared Kushner's family uh, got foreign money for 666 Fifth Avenue? How, how Ivanka Trump got 13 trademarks from the Chinese government? How she was if, able to expand her go, brand we, since, if, she, since if the president go, took office? I mean, yeah. giddy up. If, Let's if do it. If we want to go down the road of the politics of self-destruction of everybody, criminalize all politicians on both sides of the aisle and go after their family, yes, we can do that. But both sides are doing that. Nobody really should excuse themselves and say, oh, we're holier than thou and Trump is evil. Instead of saying, you know what, it looks like there's been a lot of self-dealings throughout history. And if we want to go down that route, we want to criminalize politics, we can do it. But I think in the end, the American people are going to say, well, shouldn't we do it fairly? You know, if if the president was threatening their aid and so was Joe Biden, shouldn't we sort of address that in a fair and objective and equal way? He's so full of shit. I, well, you I, never answered the question about Ivanka never. Trump and, and, and the boys and, and all that crap. Oh, well, he's, he he, yeah, he did. He says, oh, then you'll just be criminalizing politics. No. Yeah, well, that's, can, I, well, can I just, yeah, I, well, I, I, my hand is raised here. Yeah, go my ahead. My hand is raised here. Do you remember who Rand Paul's father was? Oh, yeah. still is? Yeah. Um, he had a pack. And when he retired, that PAC money went to Rand Paul to help him win his Senate office. So I don't even want to hear it. The only reason why he is in the Senate right now is because of his father. Y'all can look it up. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. When he sits well, I there and talks about this stuff, school. Rand Paul is only a senator because his father was a congressman and a very popular one. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear about anything that he just... He shouldn't be there according to what he's talking about. Yeah. Absolutely. And and here's the big difference between what what Stephanie Rule is talking about and right. what Hunt what what they're trying to accuse Hunter Biden of doing. Right. Hunter Biden like what he did or not was a private citizen and never worked in the White House and never worked right. for his father and never worked for President Obama. Rudy yes. Giuliani That's right. works for the president. Ivanka and Jared work for the president. Oh, but does he still? Does he? Even Trump's not sure if he still works for him. Um, yeah, well, the big difference is Ivanka Trump and 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 the and the two uh, freaking frack sons mm-hmm. uh actually they're working for us that means we're paying for them 
Yeah. That means that he hired his kids on the taxpayer dime. That's not what happened with Hunter Biden. Hunter no, Biden Hunter. was in a private industry with a private firm. He didn't take taxpayer money. Nope. Because of his father. But the Trump kids did. So there's a big difference there. They're getting no rich on our dime. But the, the thing is, is that they're, Hunter Biden did nothing wrong. There's yeah. nothing oh. that anybody has found that he did wrong except for go to work for this yeah. gas company in well, Ukraine. And don't you love how the, all the Republicans, their talking point is, oh, well, the media says he didn't do anything wrong, so he gets off scot-free. No. This yeah, has been investigated. This has been investigated by government officials in Ukraine, and they said there was no wrongdoing. First of all, the whole thing started with money laundering of the owner. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, and, and the investigation started way before Biden, two years before Biden even Bingo. joined. Bingo. Thank you. I mean, they, they can't I, fucking get their story straight. Well, the, the bottom line is that... What 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 Trump and his campaign is doing, and it pisses me off that he's doing this in the White House. He's campaigning within the White House. Yeah. He's trying to muddy up the waters the same way that he tried to do that. And he succeeded with Hillary Clinton and her email server. Yes. And he succeeded with, with the obstruction she of justice. He did with in, something that might have been, you know, questionable, but yeah. there was nothing wrong about it. Well, he did the same thing with the obstruction of justice that was uh, in, in the Mueller report, because basically he got away with conspiracy uh, uh, with Russia because he, he they, they conspired well they, because they, they covered up the crimes. You know, yes, they, we found some of it. Of, according to the Mueller report, they got rid of evidence, and in the end, Mueller said, "I can't, I can't convict." And when it's he got away with it, you. he went and started doing it again. He started doing it before, even before he felt he was exonerated by the Mueller report. This started a long time before that phone call, and we'll get to that momentarily. But the one thing I want to say, Rand Paul, I'll say there's one thing you said that is absolutely correct in your statement, and that is this. Trump is evil. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. The only truthful yeah, thing I, you I said. I still feel like Rand Paul talking about children of politicians. You know, children of politicians getting getting cushy jobs because their parents are politicians. That motherfucker... I was going to try not to curse, but I couldn't. No. That motherfucker is a senator because of his father. Yeah. It doesn't get more cushy than that. Oh, it, man. It, to, to me, it doesn't get more cushy than that. When was when was Rand Paul in the House of Representatives? What did he do politically before that? Nobody knew him before that. Nobody knew of him. I mean, maybe people in wherever Kentucky knew. But the only reason why he's a senator right now is because of his father's popularity and his father's PAC money from being a representative in the House. Sure. He, w he was an eye surgeon, right? Uh, we don't even know that, Joe. I understand they called him the sty guy. The sty guy. <laughs> <laughs> so like Dr. Pimple Popper? <laughs> yes. So, Ew, what happens yeah. if the pus goes in your eye? Oh. <laughs> Ew. Uh, the pus I don't know. goes in, and the pus goes out, it eats your eye, and it spits it out. Never mind. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh <laughs>
Ma. <laughs> oh, that took a very infectious turn. Yeah. It did. Oh, I got pus in my eye. Um, so. Yeah, pus in my eye. Uh, <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I, I heard that, and I was, it was, it was so fucking insufferable. It, it's, it's infuriating to hear him speak about this stuff. I mean, he is just, just such a piece of garbage and so disingenuous. Yes. And we, we know what you know. We know everything. You know we. Everything that Trump is doing has been out of the Oval Office and in in this shadow. What are they calling it? Um, shadow diplomacy. Yes. Or, or shadow sh- foreign policy. Shadow. Yeah. Shadow foreign policy. I mean, you know, this is insane. This is absolutely insane. And you've got those. You know, the ghoul just got that payment again. The five hundred uh, five hundred thousand dollars from the Boris and Igor or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, I understand he changed his name to Igor. Oh, Igor. <laughs> Igor. Yeah, let me help you with that hump. What hump? Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean. The, you know, so those guys are in prison. Uh, what was it? Fraud guarantee. <laughs> yes. What was it? it was tre- was treason and things taken? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was. There was a copyright problem, trademark problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they couldn't get uh, corruption or us. So. <laughs> no. Oh my God! Yeah, we should have a contest to name name the other companies run by Boris and Igor. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't I have think me. I, I had a, a dot com uh, one I, I sent you. Oh yeah, you did. You did. What oh, was we that? We do fraud dot com. We do fraud dot com. Yeah, and I and, and I also thought Rudy really needs to save the domain. I will be the hero dot com. <laughs> That's available. <laughs> yeah. I will be the hero. I will be the hero. Somebody should do what they did with somebody else. They should buy that that domain name and then re- just redirect it to the mm. White House. I mean that that whole "I will be the hero" thing. It's like it's kind of like it's it seems like something Lex Luthor would say after he was whacked over the head like eighty times with bowling. Yeah, pen. you know. <laughs> I was thinking of. of, of uh, I was thinking of somebody being pulled off in a straitjacket. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I will be the hero! It's me! It's me that'll be the hero, you'll see! Boris and Igor are heroes too! <laughs> he actually at one point claimed that he was the whistleblower. I'm the whistleblower! Oh god, don't get him saying whistleblower. You'll be covered in saliva. Oh. <laughs> Zero! Zero! With his whistle blows, it's like a blowhole. Zero the hero is what they call me. Oh. Listen, Chris. Chris, how dare you? How dare you, Chris? You're a you're a communist. <laughs> <laughs> you you've it's, been working on that, haven't you? Yeah, have been. That's that's way <laughs> good. It just comes good. back to me. You know, you know what's gonna happen. Are you gonna let me talk? Are you gonna let me finish what I'm saying? You keep interrupting me. Well, <laughs> if I can get one sentence out. <laughs> My mother's across in your eyes. You'll get stuck. 
Yeah. If you keep doing that voice, you're going to be stuck. It, true, true. That is true. <laughs> you go to work, you're going to be stuck on like Rudy. Every now and then I'm reminded that... Here's you know, the photos you needed. 2001. <laughs> hey, Rudy. Stop spitting. I'll stop. <laughs> as long as you quit interrupting me and just let me get out one sentence, you won't let me talk. He's fallen. Why won't you let me talk? Like a 10 to, what's the number I'm looking for? Minus 411 billion. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what? We're not going to be saved by zero. No. Saved by zero. Saved by zero. Good song. Is that the fix? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, well they did. Played, sir. They did Red Skies yeah. at Night as well. I don't know. I remember yeah. that one. Yeah, Red Skies at Night. Um, but uh, <laughs> I love that song. I used to go to. <laughs> ma- I used to go to <laughs> Mafia Disco <laughs> and dance. What was that? What was that mafia? The, the the one of the Boris or Igor had a club called Mafia something. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. It was in a Mafia Rave. It was called Mafia Rave. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, those two. You know, this is the thing. I I know we're not going to be doing a deep dive about this, but those two. You know, Trump is like, I don't know, I don't know who they are. I barely know Rudy Giuliani, and then there's pictures of him everywhere with yeah. those guys. His with, sons, with Rudy. Yeah, there's a video of Rudy. Actually, I'll play the. They they tacked it on to the end of that new Democratic Coalition Impeachment Task Force ad. Excuse me. I'll play that when we come back because there's a new ad out. Everybody. Um. This is in, This is. Yeah. I mean, it was insane, but we're hitting like eleven. Yeah. Eleven. But the insanity is crazy. Like there are there the dots are like huge. They're not marbles. They're like softballs mm. that you can just line up. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's bonkers. But anyway, we'll continue this conversation when we come back. And we'll see what else Rudy has to say. Oh, and by the way, in case you missed it, Rain, little Jeff got impeached from the show last Friday. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. So yeah, it's all right. Maybe he'll come back for Christmas. Maybe maybe I'll have him back for Christmas for another rendition of a Christmas classic that won't end in violence. So I what the fix says: one things lead to another. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah they did was that there song. Violence too. last Friday. No, don't no. you remember the Christmas special? The Christmas thing. The and, and Jeff. Oh. Some some things were let loose on him while he was trying to read. Twas the night before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll read the twice the night before Christmas, because I will be the Christmas hero. <laughs> I will be the Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> you will I'll be, be the Rudolph, because my name is Rudolph, with a red nose. <laughs> I'll be Santy in all of his elves. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's I'll scary. be Mrs. That's Claus, scary, because though. I'm great in drag, and you know it. That's scary. <laughs> it's almost as scary as Boris, but <laughs> yeah. So anyway, let's go ahead and go to the break. I'm having too much fun doing that voice, but um, and believe it or not, it doesn't hurt my voice at all. It actually just kind of wakes no. me up a little. So it's gonna get stuck. It's gonna get stuck. All right, we're gonna go ahead and go to the break. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. 
Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Children of the night, what music they make. As Halloween approaches, you have to prepare yourself for what might happen. More orange sprinkles. It's a special time of year, and Dunkin' Donuts is dressing up their donuts for the occasion. And here's the werewolf. So come to Dunkin' Donuts and get into the spirit of Halloween. We'd like some Halloween donuts, please. Oh, of course. <laughs> Getting my inside scooped out tickles me. <laughs> It'd tickle you, too, if, if you were a pumpkin. to get set for Halloween. There's costumes of TV favorites like Wonder Woman and the Hulk. There's popular characters from Star Wars. And there's superheroes like Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, and many more at bare bones prices. $238 to $417. And there's spook sticks, face pops, hollow witches, wrapped candy of every kind, all at the favorite Halloween haunts. Woolworth and Woolcoat. Here in person tonight, White Horse Drive in Theater, The Trial of the Dead. 18 living nightmares leap from the stage. All lights go out and the monsters are released from their coffins. They may grab you. Victims from the audience will be thrown from the stage a piece at a time. Human heads chopped off. Jungle worms and swamp rats run around your feet. Extra on stage, back from the grave. The spirit materialization of Bruce Lee, king of kung fu. It's real. On stage, not a movie. You may need help. Help! Help! Tonight, White Horse Drive in Theater. Do you know why people got dressed up for Halloween? Because it was fun. No, for protection. They thought if they dressed up to look like an evil spirit, the other spirits wouldn't bother them. That's how the custom started. But we're still going to have a Halloween, though, aren't we? Let's find out. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. 
What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Very interesting. Uh, yeah. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Out the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but I even updated our tile image for TuneIn, and uh, there is a new link uh, for our new uh, our new feed via Live 365. If you want to listen over there, uh, I think you can click on it from our chat room. Let me see if this opens it up in a new tab. Um, yeah, there we go. And um, yeah, I'll put that in the chat room if anybody wants to bookmark that for a feed. You can use that or tune in. Everything's pretty much staying the same. We just have that additional player now. So anyway, uh, welcome back. Uh, Rain for Freedom's blog, Washington, D.C. The Beltway Beer of the Bubble. Hello. It's, it's pretty swampy. It's pretty yeah. swampy down here. Yeah. That's for sure. And, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City owner-operator, owner um, Joe's Clown Car Garage. That's Welcome right. <clears throat> we have 24 Clown Cars. 24! Clown Cars. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know if you heard uh, today... He, today he was uh, Giuliani. Um, what he went to see the? Did he see the Yankees play the Houston Astros? Astros. A Astros. The Astros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yankees versus the Astros. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Which were makes they me. In, uh, they were playing in New York. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, yes, yeah, and on the day he was subpoenaed. Uh, where he says he's not going to obey the subpoena, but something uh, uh, interesting happened. He, uh, he's apparently he's had an, a, a new attorney now for a, a full two weeks. <laughs> a Scaramucci. Yeah. Hey, oh, wow. that's two Scaramucci. Boom! It's a Scaramucci. Well, yeah, it's two. Yeah, because yeah, a Scaramucci well, is, is like yeah six. Yeah. I think yeah, it's, it's, it's like. One and a quarter Scaramucci's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a okay. Scaramucci and a quarter. So uh, here's the report of the, of what happened uh, today. This is uh, Michael Warren on CNN. I think this is with uh, um, Brooke Baldwin. Uh, yeah, I think so. CNN reporting that Rudy Giuliani is parting ways with his personal attorney shortly. That's John Sale. Uh, Rudy Giuliani telling CNN just a few minutes ago, uh, John was helping me with assessing the congressional request. That's that subpoena request for documents from Rudy Giuliani, the deadline of which is today. Giuliani uh, continued, uh, he, John Sale, my lawyer, will submit his letter and he will be finished with what I asked him to do. Uh, Sale did not respond to uh, multiple requests for comment here, but Brooke, one more thing. We 
we, we should note that people close to Giuliani are advising him to get a criminal attorney uh, yeah. as questions are lingering about these uh, these two associates of him, uh, Lev Parnas and Igor Fruman, who were indicted uh, last week. Uh, Giuliani did not directly answer uh, a, a question about whether he was considering getting another attorney, saying, if they take me to court, I would then have to get another lawyer. Brooke? Okay, so they're saying lawyer up and specifically get a criminal attorney. Michael Warren, thank you for your reporting. Seriously, when the going gets tough, you don't want a criminal lawyer, right? You want a criminal lawyer. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying. I know <laughs> so. what you're saying. And, you know what he's saying? And, mm-hmm. you know, interesting. So that happened. He filed. He fired his lawyer, who was supposed to be the lawyer who handled his, you know, congressional communication. I was done with him. He did everything <laughs> I wanted him to do. So I let him go. And then I don't have the Wall Street Journal article because I'm not behind the paywall. But around six o'clock tonight, Wall Street Journal reported a grand jury has issued a subpoena related to Manhattan federal prosecutors investigated mm-hmm. investigation into Rudy Giuliani seeking documents from ex-representative Pete Sessions about his dealings with Giuliani and associates. So, I don't know, man. I I think he needs a criminal lawyer. Like, now? Why should he go to jail for some crime someone else noticed? <laughs> oh, I should I should have gotten that SNL sketch. <laughs> Why oh, should man. you go to jail for a crime somebody else noticed? Yeah, that was Rob. Blah blah. (laughs) Because the thing I really do believe, I mean, it was Pete Sessions who was brought up in the you know the two wild and crazy guys arrest. Mm -hmm. Igor and Levi. What 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 were their names? Igor Igor and Boris. And Boris. (laughs) Boris They really are. They really are the two wild and crazy guys. Boris. Wild and crazy guys. Um, but. Pete Sessions was mentioned in that indictment. I'm telling you, I think that Pete Sessions, he was getting ready to run for for, uh, Congress again. Mm -hmm. He announced, that's quashed. I'm pretty sure that Pete Sessions is going to be like, what would you like? Here is the paperwork. I do not want to go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So... Yeah, so this is getting real interesting. And and also, wasn't... um, uh, did you share the article, Rain? Was it? Is this the same article, or the, it was? Um, it it said third time isn't a charm, like his his last marriage. Rudy's yes. Last. Yeah, and yes. and apparently, you know, because the, the the article I skimmed through it, apparently Rudy was was pretty rich for a while, yes. having net worth of around six million dollars, and then he got super rich. Where he was getting all these speaking fees and everything, and then his last divorce was very costly, and so he—it it looks like he's scrapping any way he can to try and get money. And you know, this this small loan of five hundred thousand dollars or gift yes. from uh, from uh, corruption R us, uh, <laughs> or again. Uh, what, what, Fraud guarantee. Fraud guarantee. We guaranteed we will defraud you. Um, we do fraud.com. Yeah, yeah, just to just to make this clear, like there was an article, I don't know if it was the New York Times, Waypo, but it came out that these two guys who got arrested paid Giuliani a half a million dollars for his services. 
And separately, Waypo came out with an article today talking all about his third divorce. Mm-hmm. And his third divorce is a hot freaking mess to the point where he is literally trying to claim, I have no money. That's why I can't charge Trump for my services. Yeah. And I'm feeling like, wow, dude, you got a lot of bad luck coming down because you got $500,000. But if you go back to that, you know, in that article, so he was rich, as they said, before <clears throat> before 9-11. He really, he was getting paid $100,000 for speaking fees. He was getting paid, they, they, they had private, you know, flights. They just, him and his wife, Judith, had a lot they were multi multi millionaires. So I don't know where the money is gone. And I think they, this is something have, people should question. They supplied the tarps for the first five rows of his speaking audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's just something's really weird here. Like I don't know if he's I'm I'm kinda going back and forth. Like is he is he trying to say I don't have the money because he doesn't want to pay his his wife alimony? He's Right now, he's paying her $42,000 a month. And I yeah. know that's a lot of money. But she wants more. And I'm not going to get into, like, are you are you the gold digger? Are you the gold digger? But they used to spend $230,000 a month. And somehow Giuliani is just paying her $42,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And he's also saying, I have no money. Where did all that money go from 2001 on? until now and how do you explain the five hundred thousand dollars that you got paid for by the two wild and crazy guys this well, just seems filthy dirty to me i so, i uh i actually pulled up on my phone i really want to play the kate mckinnon uh series. Ju- oh series like come on don't start auto playing on me now but yeah i got the it's it's not that long it's only like four minutes long but here's the snl sketch uh, cut for time, Giuliani and Associates. So uh, here we go. Let's uh, let's fire that up. Has your reputation been injured on the job? Were you the victim of a crime you committed? Are you facing serious legal trouble? And do you want to make it worse? <laughs> if so, call Giuliani and Associates. We want to make you our client and accomplice. Hi, I'm Pizzarat Senior Rudy Giuliani, the only lawyer who's on your side and off his meds. And you may have heard of my associates as they were recently arrested for crimes against America. Their actual human names are Lev Parnas. Hey. And Igor Freeman. Hey, you guys. <laughs> and they're not just handsome, they're ready to work for you. Fraud. Bribery. Conspiracy. Money laundering. Reason. We've done it all, which means we know how to get you out of it. We will take your case. You will go to jail. And we will keep your money. Thanks to Gugliani and Associates, that is the guarantee. <laughs> At Giuliani and Associates, we may not have passed the bar, but we've definitely lowered it. No. <laughs> so turn your browser to private, then Google our website. Or dial 10881-500. Oh, so that's my bank routing number. Forget that. 
Giuliani and Associates are New York based, but we operate out of Florida where laws are written on the back of McDonald's receipts. <laughs> also, our only American client is the President of the United States. And he loves us. That's why when they asked the President yesterday if I'm still his lawyer, he said, I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty good, considering. Still not convinced. Just ask these satisfied customers. Yes, I'm a real American woman who need a top shelf, no question ask lawyer. I call up Rudy Google Gaga and have <laughs> funnel money from prostituting business straight to Republican Super PAC. And now I'm acting Secretary of Homeland Security. Thanks, Rudy. I'm American as well. I am good man who do one or two bad things and need to disappear fast. Rudy get me a new name, new passport, and picture with president at Mar-a-Lago. I even grab handful of eggs from buffet. Thanks, crime. <laughs> and hi, I'm Yankees legend Bernie Williams. I'll tell you who's safe legally. Wait, Rudy, what's this for? Uh, it's for charity, don't worry. <laughs> Which chair? I don't know. Taco Tuesday. Look in the camera. Lily Hammer said Rudy did nothing wrong. Besides, whatever happened to three strikes? Man. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I think I should talk to a lawyer. Oh, I go as a lawyer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You gotta stop saying that. Uh, boss, I passed my bartending exam. And the, only on the third try, I, I thought the gin and tequila were the same. <laughs> nope. <laughs> We're comfortable with transactions such as one-way travel to foreign country, <laughs> Mr. Scoways, break through window of judge, shake a guy until he say, "Okay, okay, I talk." <laughs> TV VCR repair. <laughs> that's not all. We also help victims of Peyronie's disease. No. Does your downstairs uh -oh. finger look Boo. like this? I slammed my thing in a car door twice. Now it looks like a silly straw. Mm. <laughs> Call Giuliani and Associates today. And if you don't, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Googliani. So, <laughs> I'll kill you. That was David Harbour was in that from Stranger Things and a bunch of yes. other stuff. Uh, Hellboy, the upcoming Black Widow movie. Uh, <laughs> and they put these really monstrous eyebrows on them. <laughs> they were just hysterical. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. was. Um, that was but, one of their better shows. It was. Yeah, I didn't see the whole thing. I couldn't believe that was cut for time. I, I'm really upset. I don't. That should not have been cut for time. <laughs> Does your downstairs show, finger really look like show, this? There was a couple of there was a couple of skits where I was like, yeah, um, no. Yeah. That no, one that, was brilliant. Oh, it was. It was. But yeah, I love that he said, Does your downstairs finger look like this? And he held up a gourd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they do they listen to this show? Come on. So Peroni's disease. Yeah. I think somebody does. Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta yeah, say, that, somebody's that... been been uh, tapping our uh, uh, wires. Really careful, yep. careful, Joe. Tapping, when you say the tap, tapping our tapped yeah. our wires. Obama, yeah. okay. Obama tapped, tapped our wires. Obama. Yeah. yeah. Well. Uh, 
It's it's a crooked deal. I do <laughs> love yes, I do love that they throw in uh, TV VCR repair too. That was nice. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, this is crazy, crazy. And the shit that's coming out from, uh, l- let me see if if we have time to play this. I think we do. Uh, this is um, Brianna Keeler and Sarah Murray uh, again from CNN. Fake news. Uh, with with some very important shit going on about the testimony from uh, Fiona Hill, um, uh, and and you know who was Trump's top Russia advisor at one point, yeah. and uh, uh, John Bolton said to her at one point, "You need to go report this shit that's going on." And she should be noted that she testified. And she left. She left her position as a Russia yes. advisor to Russia long before that phone call was made. Yeah, she left because she didn't want to have her her career fucked up. Yeah. So this it's is ten, a. She yeah. testified ten hours. Ten hours. Ten hours. And of course, they had to kick out a rat. So uh, that little asshole. Um, um oh matt god gates. matt uh-huh. gates matt gates yeah so oh god i yeah, hate him he's got per- he, i think he's got peronese disease could be could be could be uh because he's bent he's not turnt yeah uh his downstairs finger got shut in a car door twice it looks like a silly straw <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh but yeah so here listen to brianna keelar and sarah murray discuss uh, some of the testimony a hand grenade that threatens to blow up everybody. That is the way that former National Security Advisor John Bolton referred to Rudy Giuliani and his meddling with Ukraine. That is what former presidential advisor Fiona Hill told Congress. Our Sarah Murray is here. Um, so this, Sarah, was just part of Hill's lengthy testimony. Take us through some of the other points she made. That's right. But this comment about the hand grenade, she said that this is how her boss, uh, Bolton, described Rudy Giuliani's shadow diplomacy efforts. And it gives you a window into how concerned they were with uh, these sort of uh, other channels of diplomacy. Fiona Hill testified that John Bolton actually told her at one point that she should go to the National Security Council's lawyer and report her concerns. She said she saw evidence of wrongdoing when it came to Ukraine policy because it wasn't being run through the appropriate channels and there were issues of these investigations, which she read as the investigations into the Biden family, continuing to come up. And of course, one of the people who was at the center of these shadow diplomacy efforts was Rudy Giuliani. We know that he was obviously in contact with President Trump before the president talked to the Ukrainian president in July and was talking to him about pushing for these investigations into the Bidens, as well as sharing information which has been deemed not very credible at all about the then Ukrainian ambassador in an effort to get her ousted. But Rudy Giuliani was doing his own shadow diplomacy. So were others who were in the administration at that time. Fiona Hill also testified about her concerns about Gordon Sunland. He was the ambassador and is the ambassador to the European Union, as well is Mick Mulvaney, the acting White House chief of staff, essentially saying they were running a rogue operation, which she says her boss, Bolton, described as essentially a drug deal again when it came oh. to Ukraine. So she's running through all of these things that happened, all of these concerns that were playing out in the Trump administration in the weeks leading up to what has now become this phone call that's central to the impeachment inquiry between President Trump and the Ukrainian president. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Wow, I mean, 
uh, you know, when John Bolton said, said uh, I, I'm paraphrasing, he said, I don't want to be part of whatever drug deal, deal Giuliani's involved in. <laughs> yeah. When you're too and crooked for that, that crazy bastard. Yeah. Yeah. That's, don't forget about Mick Mulvaney. Oh, man, he's an asshole. He's the acting chief of staff, right? Yeah, yeah. And also the head of what? What is his cabinet position again? Oh, chief of staff, and he's I, uh, I think office he's, of management and budget. Yes, but I think he's yeah. also the cabinet secretary. Is it, it office treasury? management and budget? No, office management and budget. Now, I thought. Okay, I could be wrong. I thought he had an actual cabinet position. That is. That is. Oh, office okay. of management and budget. Okay. So, Sorry. yeah, Mnuchin so, is the. Uh, Oh, see, I get the M&M's confused. Well, I mean, they're both pretty much on par with the level of douchiness, Rain, so I can understand the confusion. Oh, yeah. Sorry about the confusion. No, no. They're they're all douched up. Douche chill. Douche chill. Uh, Yeah, there's one for each of them. So, yeah, I mean, when John Bolton is describing your shitty, shady (laughs) deals... Mr. John Bolton, John Bolton, John man Bolton. who 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 helped spearhead the illegal war in Iraq against a country that never and attacked us. He also us. said that he wanted to like chop down like the first twenty. What? How many floors of the UN? Oh yeah, he basically said he wanted to blow up the top. You know, however many yeah. floors of the UN. Yeah, the UN. He's like, it still wouldn't work. Like this. This is not a diplomat. <laughs> no, he's he, a horrible fucking human being. He really is terrible. And yeah, I, well, you know, go, what's that? Think of what depths <laughs> they have sunk when they scared John Bolton. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah, exactly. When, when, at- when we, when me, I shouldn't speak for everybody else, but when I'm like, oh, oh, John Bolton is whistleblowing. Yeah. What the hell is happening? Well, that that this probably like, this would be like Cheney saying we really need to end the war. It's just not. Going yeah, out. yeah. Oh, and then Liz Cheney. Huh? We'll get to her later. Um, but all right. Well, we got to go to the break. We're going to pick up on this in hour three, uh, and you know, possibly with some callers. Uh, but good news, Brad and Desi are back. So we got a brand new Green News report after uh, the month of. Hiatus from them because again, uh, Brad lost his father, uh, and uh, so we're we're very sorry for for his loss, and uh, you know, but we are glad to have you back in action, and uh, we'll uh, we'll looking forward to the brand new Green News report. So let's go ahead and uh, run to the break, and we'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. It's all treats and no tricks on Indie Media Weekly. Happy Halloween! I have promised both the Wolfman and the Mummy a reward. It could be that you are that reward. IndieMediaWeekly.com It's Tuesday, October 15, 2019. We're back. While we were out, we are a wave of change. Together and united, 
We are unstoppable. And if you belong to that small group of people who feel threatened by us, then we have some very bad news for you. Big developments in climate science, climate strikes, extreme weather impacts, public lands policy, pollution, pesticides, and more. All of that straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Pacific Gas and Electric shut off the electricity to a million people in case a spark from one of their wires would start a wildfire. How's that for logic? Everybody, uh, stay inside and light dozens of candles in every room, because we don't want to start a fire. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we're back. Yes. We were gone for about a month, first time in our... 10-year history of the Green News Report that we've ever had to suspend production due to a family emergency, the passing of my father. But we are back, and we've got a month's worth of Green News that somehow you're going to fit in to six minutes. <laughs> yes, some really, really big stuff happened. Here's just a bit. The Trump administration went to war with the state of California, moving to revoke the state's decades-old special authority under the Clean Air Act, allowing it to regulate tailpipe emissions from cars and trucks. California and 23 other states are now suing. Former oil and gas lobbyist turned Trump Interior Secretary David Bernhardt issued an unprecedented withdrawal of 70 miles of protected public lands along the southern border with Mexico, exempting those lands from federal environmental laws in order to speed up construction of Trump's border wall. Construction crews have already begun bulldozing Oregon Pipe Cactus National Monument. The Trump administration proposed a rule to allow mining companies to pay even less in royalties and fees on valuable resources they extract from public lands. Because, of course, it's the public's money. Naturally, we're giving it away to private companies. In climate news, September 2019 clocked in as the hottest September on record globally, breaking the September record set just in 2016. So far this year, we've seen the hottest June, the hottest July, the second hottest August, and now the hottest September. September. Scientists with the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change issued a new report with dire warnings on how man-made global warming is rapidly changing the oceans, from accelerating sea level rise to more frequent marine heat waves killing coral reefs to ocean waters becoming more acidic so that animals like oysters can't form their shells. The report also recommended solutions to preserving the ocean ecosystem that begin with acting on climate change. Parts of Houston, Texas were inundated by Tropical Storm Imelda, the worst storm in the state since Hurricane Harvey, and one of the wettest tropical cyclones ever recorded in U.S. history. Typhoon Hagibis, the largest storm to hit Japan in decades, over the weekend killed at least 50 people as of airtime and brought record rainfall, landslides, and flooding to Japan that overwhelmed that island nation's flood control infrastructure. And they're still fighting that one and will be for quite some time. The Trump EPA proposed new regulations for reducing lead and copper in in drinking water, a national public health danger exposed by the Flint water crisis. But critics say the new rules would actually slow down the replacement of the most dangerous water service lines in the United States. Why am I not surprised? On Monday, firefighters in California made headway against the biggest wind-driven wildfires raging across the parched state. Officials suggested sanctions against Pacific Gas and Electric, the state's largest electric utility, for its haphazard bad 
badly managed shutoff of electricity to more than a million customers in Northern California. It was intended to prevent its aging equipment from igniting wildfires, but regulators say PG&E deferred critical maintenance for years, instead funneling billions to its shareholders and executives. Economic losses from the disruption could top $2 billion. Scientists warn it could be a preview of how our infrastructure is not ready for the new normal of climate change. And of course, what good would sanctions do? They've already declared bankruptcy. They owe billions of dollars. It's time, frankly, for the state to take over that company. But there was also some good news. Millions of people around the world marched for climate action during the global climate strike in late September. The largest strike yet, inspired by Swedish teen climate activist Greta Thunberg, who excoriated leaders at the United Nations and the U.S. Congress for their failure to take action. Finally, the C40 World Summit of Mayors last week in New York unveiled a playbook outlining high-impact strategies and policies so that cities can act to decarbonize their transportation and building sectors, expand renewable energy resources, and harden their infrastructure in the face of federal inaction. The city of San Jose, California, stepped up first, voting to become the largest city in the United States to ban natural gas from most new home construction. I'm exhausted just listening to those six minutes. Well done, Desi Doyen. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report, because we're back. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. When was the last time you were afraid? Really afraid? Brace yourself for the sound of terror. It comes every time you hear IndieMediaWeekly.com This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Trump is evil. Yeah, thank you, Rand Paul. Ah, uh, so welcome back. Hope your ribs and lungs are doing okay, buddy. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I'm evil. Trump is evil. What about me? Uh, Anyway, welcome back uh, to the program. Uh, Let's see. Rain for Freedom's blog, Washington, D.C. The Beltway Bureau, the bubble. Hello. Hi. So, I'm going to say sports. Oh. The Nationals are up 7 to nothing. Here, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll turn it down. You can give your report while the music plays. It was that was kind of my report. Seven to nothing in the first inning. Yeah. What's an inning? <sighs> Joe. Help Is that me. like ten minutes? Gosh darn it. Is that? It's like it's a kind scare. of. It's, it's kind of mo- kind of a scaramucci, <laughs> but it's kind of exciting because this damn city needs a relief from the goddamn swamp of the Trump administration. Yes, you do. 
And that I mean, relief, you know, and that's kind of not a joke. Uh, people here, the Mystics, the women's, the women's basketball team, won the championship earlier in the week. Um, <laughs> we, we need a fucking distraction from Trump. No, <laughs> back me up here, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> Force it down the throats of our people in our states. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there oh, we yeah. go. Yeah. The scored a touch a touchdown and made a extra right. point. Joe, you know Seven better. Nine. Don't even don't. I, don't <laughs> I know. Just tell me when you're done. <laughs> the point that I'm trying to make is that DC want something outside of fucking politics, and this is a good thing. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Oh my god. If the Yankees don't don't make it into the World Series, I'll be rooting for the Nats. I'm actually looking forward to your Yankees and Nats game. Well, I don't think it's going to be the Yankees and Nats. The Yankees are down too much. (laughs) Come on. At Yankee Stadium. That's because Rudy Giuliani was there, and he jinxed them. <laughs> <laughs> what? Another sport. Another sports in the basketball playoffs. What happened? What happened to? What happened to? All right, <clears throat> Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Night reel. <laughs> Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Are you ready to uh, give some uh, some do some name calling? Oh yeah, but before we do, I, this is the show that answers the question: Who is picking Sean Spice? Oh, oh. well, dancing that is a, it could be a sport. No, no, not a sport. The show that answers the question: You see how who Kenny is, is so triggered? A trigger. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is the show that answers the question. Who is picking out Sean Spicer's Dancing with the Stars outfits? Well, look at this one. Oh. <laughs> and tell oh. me, <clears throat> that is worse than anything he's ever done at the podium. What the look hell? The, uh, what is, is that? Apparently it was Toy I, Story themed or something. Nice mom jeans. Uh, I don't know. All I know is oh my God. I saw a clip of this. Right? What's with the roller skate in the background? What? I, I saw a clip right. of this, and he did nothing but walk around. This girl that was with them danced like a fiend all around them, and all he did was stand there. You see that move right there? <sighs> that the most ex- that's, that's the most extensive move he made all night. Mostly all he did was walk straight. And she just twirled around him and danced and everything. You know what? Like, and, and that outfit. Oh my god! You know oh what? What? If he gets this far, because I'm not going to vote tonight. Because I, from what I understand, didn't Trump say vote for him today or yesterday or whatever? Well, well, well the news day. broke that our tr- our troops are stranded. Yes. And trapped in yes. Syria. Because yes. all the roads are blocked, and we don't know how we're going to airlift them out of there. While all that was going on, which was caused by the orange uh, monster, all he could think about was tweeting that everybody should vote for Sean Spicer, who did nothing but walk. 
really. That's all he did. He didn't dance. Right. He walked on the stage and he held <laughs> this girl's hand. <clears throat> and then all, and she kept dancing and twirling and jumping and doing somersaults and everything around them. And he just kept walking with her and walking to the left and walking to the right. And then that last move where he goes like, uh, you know, he, he looks like a cowboy John Travolta. That was Maybe it. they should give him a podium with wheels and he'll uh, have better moves. Uh. Be better. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that girl could have danced better with a podium with wheels. Because Probably. She did all the work. Well, from what I understand on this show, all the professional dancers are the ones that hold everybody else up. But yeah, but there's effort put in by some of the celebrities. I mean, well, I don't watch the show because I hate these shows anyway. Yeah. Reality TV turns me but off. But the point that I was going to make is that if he goes forward, then, God damn it, I know, I know all the awful stuff that's going on in Syria. And it's, it is awful, and it, makes, it hurts me. It hurts me. It really does. But and all the lies this we guy need told to we need to vote that States. motherfucker off. Why is this guy even on dancing with this guy? This guy was a liar. Uh, well, why was Oops on? You know? Who? Oops. Oh, Rick Perry. Oh, oh. Oops. There was a How they, about, had, who, who? they had a palin on there. They had a palin. Yeah, they had. Uh, yeah, they love having right wing uh, assholes on there. I guess they just like to be provocative. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, and here's the thing: and most of the time, those provocative people get voted off. This time, this one is he's he's been on there for a month now. He's going to be the Donald Trump of fucking Dancing with the Stars at this rate. We didn't well, take well. Trump seriously. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not as worried about I'm Sean not, Spicer yeah. winning. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're gonna vote, make sure you vote on last your day. Last your day. Um. All right, everybody. Uh, Joe, you ready to do some name calling? All right. Uh- to screen with me. The place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your ride. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Ain't no party like a Scranton party, cause a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. All right, we have biscuits in the uh, chat room tonight, and it leads off with none other than our Friday co-host and beer meister, Bobber. You know I hear guy? that man makes beer. That's illegal. <laughs> Not the way he makes it. No. Thanks it's to a Jimmy, crime. Thanks to Jimmy. By the way, thanks to Jimmy Carter. It was on this day, back in when Jimmy Carter was in office, that homebrewing became legal. Yay. He it's a bunch of socialist commie claptrap. It should be... Well, Baba should be in jail. Okay. All right. Okay. And then Adam Hebert just jumped up on top of the pile here. So 
Another person that should be in jail because I'm the hero, not Adam Hebert. Okay. Okay. All right, Rudy. Calm down. Calm down. By the way, if you would uh, stop interrupting me, I might calm down. The first five people in the chat room are covered in a tarp. Okay, so we have uh, Francie. Francie also should be in prison. So corrupt. So corrupt. Uh, okay, but <laughs> I think we have a. Do you have an affidavit on Heather? Because Heather's in the chat room too. Well, Heather, don't even get me started. <laughs> I'm losing the voice. I don't, know. Oh. I, I don't think I can do it. We don't have we, we don't have a lot of time for it anyway. All right, Jay Colley is in the chat room. Send him to jail. As as is Ken Senior. Also jail. Hi, Dad. <laughs> okay, also jail. Hi, Dad. Okay, we have uh, KT Kaser. Federal prison. Living on Long Island. Long Island jail. <laughs> we have. Me, how goodness. Cat prison! <laughs> the cat pound! Michelle in South Florida? Florida's already a prison! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I can't get through this. Moon Mare! Moon Mare! Jail on the moon! <laughs> Jail on that Mars. I could hear him saying that. <laughs> yeah, I could. Theo! Theo! They should all be in jail out, out where he lives in that hippie utopia. Okay, and uh, oh, the one, the only, Tim Coromal. Supermax! And <laughs> last but not least, Trojan Rabbits. Medieval prison in Camelot! <laughs> oh. <laughs> in a dungeon! Sir Robin. How a London dungeon! <laughs> and yeah and by the way by the way speaking of brave sir robin i'm gonna play that now because this was stuck in my head all saturday and i just kept walking around the yard and i'm singing and i'd be away from susan and be like bravely bold sir robin much far from Camelot." Susan's like what are you singing and then i <laughs> and then i just pipe up and say he was not afraid to die <laughs> Um, oh, brave Sir oh, Robin! Yeah, so. <laughs> to have his kneecap split and his body burned away, and the, I just kept singing all night, all night. Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin! He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin! He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a bulb Or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows broken To have his kneecaps split and his body burned away And his limbs all hacked and mangled, brave Sir Robin His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed And his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis That's a... That's enough music for now, lads. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say penis in this! I, I, the only thing I haven't gotten down yet is the rapid-fire ending, I, which I, I always forget the order of that. So, uh, But yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, hello to Miles, too. Miles is listening to the show. Uh, so, all right. Um, let's open up the phones. Let us know if you have any birthdays. I haven't seen anybody mention 
Uh, that, uh, if you want to talk to Rudy Giuliani, <laughs> please call, uh, 330-536. No, hold on. That's my bank routing number. No, I'm kidding. 330-536-1466 is the number to call. Again, 330-536-1466. please cover your phones with cellophane. Thank yeah. You. You're going to want to wrap that thing. <laughs> yes, you are going to want to. <laughs> Tidy the condom. Oh, oh. Oh. On a downstairs finger. So anyway, Rudy's used a condom since he had cancer surgery. I didn't use one with my cousin, I can tell you that. Well. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) Raw dogging. Raw uh, dogging. Keep the raw dogging in the family. Oh, God. Oh God! He's still peroning around there. <laughs> oh, around and around and around. Hey, maybe that, that, maybe removing his prostate straightened things out down there. Come on up uh, around the band. <laughs> God. I are you guys happy thinking about the, the general state of his penis? No, because I am not. I am not. I'm not I would good with that. I prefer to think of Rudy Giuliani. Kate McKinnon did. A man Kate McKinnon no started. Penis. Just I, I can't. I can't imagine anybody wanting to wanting to have sex with that corpse. Well, twenty years ago it wasn't there a corpse, something... and I didn't want to have sex with it either. But what wasn't? The, isn't there something a law against that? By the way, I don't know. But Heather's oh, on the having line. Having sex with dead people? <laughs> yeah, I believe I... so. I, Hello, I Heather. That's what's happening with this fourth girlfriend. <laughs> I, I, I mean, really? Unless, unless by kissing him, she, really, he, comes, he comes up out of, out of the casket and. Oh you know, God! I, I don't know. He's just—he's—he's he's so. Rudy can only make love at night. <laughs> he can't do it in the daytime. <laughs> and he and and he used to. When he was alive, he used to like to watch, have a mirror above his bed so he could watch. Oh! But now he now there's no re- now there's no reflection. Who has awoken me from my coffin? <laughs> Hi, Heather. No reflection yeah, he there. wasn't that good. He wasn't that good, even if he disappears. This- what, what did you get yourself yeah. into tonight, Heather? I oh, is Heather there? Yeah, yes, Heather's that. been here. I've got Uh-oh. the phone wrapped. Oh, okay, good, good. I've got it wrapped up. You do sound Hi, a little Heather. muffled. Hi. Oh. So what's it, what's going what's I, on your mind? Um. Ru, not Rudy. Rand Paul and Stephanie Rule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Um. She was right to ask him the question she did about Ivanka. Don Jr. and Eric. Oh yeah. So and Jared on the money. And yeah, yeah. Old Mister Six Six Six, the devil himself. Well, you know something that it's kind of off, and it's kind of different for a person. But to have a concern, um, I was reading an article earlier, and it came from ABC. And they talked about the interview that was done on GMA this morning 
Well, somewhere in that article, they had said that he, that Hunter is now sober, which yeah. is good. Um, his sobriety is not something he wants to risk or get rid of, and I hope that that does not happen to him. But, you know, I just... It seems like these fuckers are trying to push him there, though. Yeah, that's what bothers me. And this isn't okay. Um, I just... It's not okay. I mean, there's a lady who um, is on mom. I think her name is Kristen Johnson. Um, she was on Third Rock from the Sun. Yep. Yes. And she is now sober. And I love the living daylights out of her. More power to her for staying that way. But, oh my God, I just... I don't know why, but there's this empathy for the... You know, there's empathy here... And I don't know, I mean, it just, it's weird, because there's some empathy for me, or empathy for me, towards, um, yeah, because of the fact, you know, there's the sobriety thing, and it just, it, you know, it just really, it's weird, but, you know, I don't want to see him end up in a place where he doesn't want to be. I hope he doesn't, but you know, I just don't. We don't. We, do you think? Yeah. Do you think that? Um, do you think that the Trump administration is trying to trigger him into going back to using drugs again? Do you think that it, not that that wouldn't surprise me? Right. That they're that they could be that evil. That doesn't. I I wouldn't put that past them. Well, you know how nasty they talk about that. people with addiction issues. You know, they 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 don't care. They don't think it's a disease. Right. Yeah. I mean, Trump himself has said, oh, he had some drug problems. And I I think that when it comes to, I don't know, I don't know Hunter Biden's journey, but I think it's really kind of grasping at straws to try to go after somebody who is, is sober, who has gone through addiction issues, and to say, oh, you know what, he was a drug user as though, and Trump said this, Heather and yeah. Ken and Joe, Trump literally said this, like, oh, he's, you know, he's a drug abuser, as as though to try to discount his entire existence, mm-hmm. as though he was somebody who could be thrown away. And I remember, you know, that was, I don't know if it was two, three days ago, whenever, but when I heard it, I was like, you're really a shithead, because Trump is also the same guy who decided to cut the health insurance funds off of his nieces and nephews because his own brother died of alcoholism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Hunter that. Hunter Biden has gone through whatever he's gone through. And I he said he's in a good place right now. And I think that's great. Yeah. But I, I think that you do make a good point where they're trying to put stress on him. Where they assume that he is, because he has battled, because he's battled addiction, that he is already a weak person. And therefore, he cannot be a strong person. And I... I think that's a horrible way to treat other people. It really is because I and mean, I understand your your concern, Heather. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Ken. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, how is addiction 
worse than i don't know being a philanderer or you know or or or, you know cheating on your wives and and you know marrying three times and claiming to be a christian you know you can yes addiction does hurt other people in your life but you know when you are you know actively when you're not when, when you're when you're sober and you're going out there and you're doing horrible things to your family members What's your excuse? You know? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Except, thank you. You know, That's okay. A really good. I mean, good, good for you. You've never had a problem with drugs or alcohol. So, why did you cheat? Why, why were you so fucking weak? You know, who are you going to blame that on? Anyway. Yeah. So, um,. Uh, Joe, do you want you want to chime in on that? You think they're they're well, trying to destroy Hunter, uh, try and get him to relapse? I, I, you know, I I know. Here's what I think. I think that Trump stops at nothing. There are no rules for Trump, and he knows that this is a weak spot. Hunter was the only survivor of that car crash. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. Well. Hunter and and his and and uh, Bo. Bo and Joe. Yeah. Oh no, Joe wasn't in the car accident, was he? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. He, there was. But, no, I I get your general point. I'll shut up. But the point, the, 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 yeah, the point I'm trying to make is that right. He knows how how much family sorrow this guy has, you know, endured. How close he is to his family. So what, where does Trump go? Right for that. Yeah. And this should tell you about the heartlessness and cruelty that's inherent in this man's soul. Mm-hmm. There is there is no redeeming quality there. Nothing. There is nothing. Not a one. You the know, cruelty, so... The cruelty seems to be the point. Absolutely. Yes. The cruelty yes. is the point, and I... I'm just quoting somebody else who had said that a long time ago, but it's true. The cruelty for Republicans is the point, and that is just, you know, it's good, though, that um, Hunter went and said, okay, I made a mistake. I may, you know, I I have made a mistake. I may have made a mistake politically, but that shouldn't, I don't think that that, I would hope to God that wouldn't help, wouldn't hurt his father's campaign. Yeah. But, you know, I, you know, I'll vote for Joe if he's the nominee, but I tell you what, as far as what he's, what he is going through now with, if he can survive this and get, you know, it, it could help him. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't. I, from everything I've seen, this is not hurting him. No, it's not I'm definitely him, not, not hurting him. him. Off. I I right. just I I feel like I I'd like to believe that a lot of the media, a lot, not all of the media, but they're kind of basically saying that this is a sideshow. The Hunter Biden thing, thankfully, isn't the first and foremost thing when we talk about Ukraine. It's about the phone of call. Not. Yeah. And so far, that still is the headline. I don't know what's going to happen tonight. 
I pray to God that nobody asks Joe Biden about this because I feel like if they do, Heather, I really feel like if they do, then they have fallen into the same goddamn trap that they fell into in 2016. They're taking the leads from Donald Trump and the Republicans. Fake controversy. And now we need to ask people about something that isn't real. And you're asking our front runner to respond to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, on that note, we do have to start uh, wrapping up. we got to go to the break. Uh, Heather, any last thing you want to throw out there before we let you go? Nope. All right. Well, a treat as always speaking to you. Uh, hope you have a wonderful night, and we'll talk to you next time around. All righty. Talk to you soon. All right. Good night. Bye-bye. Night, Heather. Good night. Bye-bye. All right. So, okay. So let's just talk about this Hunter Biden I thing. I am, I am too. It's, it's, it is evil. It is evil. Rand Paul is right. Trump is evil. Only thing he said true in that whole interview. So, uh, all right, we are going to go to break. Um, let me find. I, I'm trying to. I found the folder with all of our Halloween promos and bumpers. So that's kind of exciting. Um, let's see. Uh, here we go. Um, oh, the night people. Yes. Oh, this is this is one of my favorite ones. This is Criswell. All right, let's go ahead and go to the break. We'll be right back with the last hour of this Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night right after uh, this. Oh, shit. Is this the right one? Yeah, it's all treats and no tricks on Indie Media Weekly. Happy Halloween. At the full of the moon, when the night is dark, make a wide path around the unholy grounds of the night, people. IndieMediaWeekly.com Saturday night, 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 night. Time for Chiller Theater and Chilly Billy Cardilly. In 1968, George Romero brought us Night of the Living Dead. It became the classic horror film of its time. Now, George Romero brings us the most intensely shocking motion picture experience for all times. Dawn of the Dead. Night of the Living Dead has ended. Dawn of the Dead is here. It gets up and kills. The people it kills get up and kill. They must be destroyed on sight. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Dawn. Of the dead. Take two. Everybody, but everybody, is go, go, go into our Ghost a Go Go show. Already the spooks are swinging, the witches are winging, the haunts are on the move, the monsters are swaying, the ghosts are saying, Come on, get in the groove. And come to our rock and roll Ghost a Go Go show. It's a zany mixture of spooks and music. You may rock with chills or roll with the combos. 
But whatever you do, you'll have the time of your young life at our Ghost to Go Go show. It's new, it's different, it's tough. Halloween is really a special time, isn't it? Especially for me. You can see why if you know who I am. Look up a little. <laughs> That's me, a jack-o'-lantern. At Halloween time every year, I sit up here and watch everybody go by. It's a nice and scary time, isn't it? All those wonderful costumes and masks and makeup. I think about how much fun Halloween is. I also worry a little bit about the things that can spoil the fun of Halloween. Those kinds of things scare me too, but in a different way. Halloween. Newsweek magazine calls it a superb exercise in the art of suspense, the most frightening flick in years. Halloween. The Chicago Sun-Times says it's so scary, I would compare it to Psycho. It's the kind of picture, says the Chicago Tribune, that forces you to sleep with the lights on. A masterpiece, says New York's New Times. Halloween, from Compass International, rated R. He, more hideous than Jack the Ripper. She, bloodier than Bluebeard. No one is safe in The Teenage Psycho Meets Bloody Mary. Filmed in sensational bloody vision. Movie monsters come alive and go into the audience. You are suddenly surrounded by monsters. You become a party to the horror in The Teenage Psycho Meets Bloody Mary. Starring Cash Flag in bloody color. Trump is evil. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide. Now streaming on TuneIn and Live 365, where we have our music license back, everybody. And of course, joining me as always on the program. Well, we're putting that we put the band back together tonight because uh, you guys have all, uh, you know, you haven't been in the same show for a while. You two, That's Joe. True. It's, That's yeah, true. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Part of the impeachment tour. Yeah. And uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to you as well. Yes, we've been doing dual tours. Yeah, yeah, it's like I've I'm I'm uh, it's like um, uh, a baton race with you guys. It's like you know, this day I get Joe, this day I get Ray. So. <laughs> I think I think that we're I'm back on schedule for yeah. until uh, all right. I'm just going to put it out there. Christmas is going to be an issue. That is fine. Um, I don't I don't even know what day of the week Christmas is on this year. So. Uh, let me take a look at my calendar. Christmas is on yeah. Wednesday this year. Christmas yeah. Eve is on a Tuesday. That's going to be an issue for me too, probably. Uh, uh, so it's going to be an issue for all of us. Yes, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. We I think can, the band's going to have to break up for Christmas Eve. I think I think we can work this out behind the scenes. Sure. And New Year's Eve, I guess. New Year's Eve would be the same, right? Uh, yes. New Year's Eve is fine for me. 
I don't do. I, I really don't do anything on New Year's Eve. So, I, I might actually preempt. Uh, I might preempt the Tim Carmel show that night so I can play music, and uh, you know, rock into the New Year. That's okay because it's probably going to be a best of the clown car yeah. anyway. Yeah, we can just run yes. it early too, or later, or what have you. But uh, yeah, but there yeah. Breaking so. news though, out of breaking uh, news out of Pen- out of Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. What? What? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That that Giuliani pressed Trump to eject Muslim cleric from the United States who's living in the Poconos. That's that's your Muslim cleric. Oh my God! Turkish president, former official, says apparently that he tried to uh, Rudolf Giuliani privately urged Donald Trump in 2017 (laughs) to extradite a Turkish cleric living in exile in the United States, the Poconos, a top priority of Turkish presidents. Recep Tayyip Erdogan, <laughs> according to multiple former officials, administration officials familiar with the discussions. So there you have it. And apparently Trump was very receptive to the idea of turning over a uh, permanent resident over to who he referred to as he's a friend of mine. Erdogan. Of course he is because he's a butcher. But no, this he's a guy. This guy. They've been trying to get him turned over forever. Yeah. Gulan? Yeah. yeah. Gulan they've been after for a long time. Well, that that's the, the plot that uh, remember uh, uh, Michael Flynn uh, yes. offered, was offered a million dollars if he could get him extradited? Yes. Kidnapped. Yep. Yes, it kidnap. was Michael Flynn. Yeah, thank you, Joe. He's been around. Kid- what the yeah. hell is going on? Seriously, Flynn, what's Flynn, going on? What, what's going on is we have criminals, criminals running the government. Right. Flynn was but, offered a million dollars to kidnap this guy, kidnap him, and then and then so and put Flynn, him on a plane to Aragon, Erdogan, 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 and now Giuliani's involved. Giuliani was pressing too. Also a After criminal. Flynn was taken out of out of like you know circulation for the best of way to to put it. Well, well, the thing was, Flynn was prosecuted for lobbying for Turkey in in this instance. Yeah. So it, now we have a case where we're being told that Giuliani was lobbying for Turkey. So why isn't he going to prison for the same reason that Flynn was was indicted? We have a whole bunch of different doing the exact same now. thing. But what's yeah. messed up about this is that during that or before all that time, you, we had Manafort who was doing his lobbying over there in Ukraine, and when the Ukrainian president was kind of kicked out and shipped over to Russia, we found all of his logs, and and you know I was talking about this with Bob tonight, and I remembered. Okay, Giuliani just a few weeks ago was caught talking to Manafort's lawyer to get information from Manafort in jail. And so now we're finding out that Giuliani is trying to get your neighbor. I know he's not your neighbor, but... Close, right? You know, they're trying to get him extracted from Pennsylvania while... What the hell? This is really, really messed up, guys. It's evil. This is like, this is this is organized crime right in front of our faces. It absolutely is. Yeah, 
this is this is actually racketeering. That's what this yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Plain Rico. Let's get some Rico Hello, action Rico. going up in there. That's right. Um, so uh, anyway, um, uh, uh, sorry, we gotta we gotta move along here. Um, but speaking of Syria, here's a five second clip from uh, uh, Lego hair um, fake uh, phony Christian um, Mike Pence. Well, the United States of America did not give a green light to Turkey to invade Syria. No, the United States what? of America didn't, but your criminal fucking administration did. That's right. We weren't consulted. Mm-hmm. We weren't consulted, although no. Trump did say he consulted with everyone. Uh, no, no, no. You you know, I, I mean... <laughs> Can we just call that a pure, a pure out-and-out lie? Oh, we- yeah. We did give them the green light. Yes, that's exactly what happened. You There's know, no uh, other way around that, no matter what. I mean, he that was a pure lie. We gave them the green light. Trump for gave it, them the green light with this phone call to Erdogan. Yeah, an ill-advised or, or non-advised call to one, another one of his thug dictators... Uh, to give them every fucking thing they want. And now, now we, we've got this fucking uh, emergency declaration that he's making or whatever to try and, mm. you know, to try, uh, again, this is, didn't, when did he do this before? He, like, declared a state of emergency on, after he the did something wall. stupid, on the border wall. Yeah, crisis of this his is, own this- manufacturer. But this one is a lot worse. It is. It really is because there are people dead and dying as we speak. Because mm-hmm. he really, I don't know how, I don't even have a good way to put it, but it's like he just said to Turkey, go in and slaughter. And, you know, now that people are dying, he's like, oh, we need a, an emergency order to, to stop people from dying. And, and I, I, know, I know I'm beating a dead horse here, but I'll never forget that when Erdogan was here in Washington and there were American, Turkish-American citizen protesters protesting outside of the embassy. He sent his personal bodyguards, thugs, down on the sidewalk and beat up American citizens and our weak, spineless president, Mr. Bonespur, said nothing. Not a thing. Yeah, I, I... This is this thing. is the part where it, it's we're getting, I, we're really getting into a place where, um, this is as bad as this, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, it's a this bad, is it's as a bad. bad place, Ken. This is as bad b- before. I, I you know I've said before, um, it's not as bad as I thought it would get under Trump. We finally got to the point where it, it's it's as bad, you know, because it I, is. I, I'm, you know, it, it it took a while because I really thought everything would just be, uh, and and yeah, a lot of things have been fucking horrible under Trump. I just was surprised it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, but now it is. It's there now. One of the reasons why I think it's so bad is, you know, we were just talking about Flynn. Flynn trying to get that cleric out of out of Pennsylvania, sure. and then Joe just brought up a couple. It was two years ago where, you know, Turkey was beating up 
American citizens. Well, and let's and not so forget their response those, to what happened to Khashoggi, too. And that, and that, yes. So, what I think is, what I think is happening right now, and this is the part that really makes me scared. I don't get scared easily. Is like these things, little. I'd like to say little drops, but they've been hailstones for the past two, three years. And and so all of these things have been happening, and I don't know what the fuck has been happening since the middle of September, but now it's a goddamn blizzard. It's a blizzard where it is as bad as we all feared it would be, but it's happening faster than we thought it would because all of these other things kind of happen as sort of one-offs. Mm-hmm. And here on the show and, and many other places around, you know, many other legit sources took it seriously. But at this point, you you need to put a book together to say this is all happening right now. This is bad. It's really bad. Kurds are being killed in Syria. We're going to have to airlift our troops out of there. Did you hear what Laura Trump said, Eric's? wife said today on fox news that one she said i did for our listeners she said if you ask your average american they don't even know who the kurds are so that makes it better that they're being slaughtered you fucking piece of garbage go get some more fucking botox in your face asshole You know, you know what? I bet the average American would think you were a fucking cast member of the Real Housewives of fucking New Jersey if they had to pick you out of a fucking lineup. Yeah, but that also means that she assumes that her father-in-law's supporters are stupid. Oh, oh, he—they've admitted that forever. They all know that they're fucking idiots, and they know it. And they—they—they. Yes. They, they I mean, and, on and it. she's also. But the idea of the average Americans don't understand. You know what? I got to spend the weekend with my sister, and she is an average American. Yeah, yeah. That's nothing's wrong with that. She knows exactly what the fuck is going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've known and about. She's busy trying to. You know, she wants to make sure that her son can watch the news as as needed but she said i i don't i'm getting a little nervous about this i don't blame her i don't blame her one bit so you know laura laura trump can go pound on a box of rocks well because americans aren't stupid no they're not uh not not what not americans who who really care about america you know but the ones who voted for trump yeah they're stupid even the rich ones even the successful ones they're fucking stupid too um, but listen to this. Fucking Liz Cheney, man. Oh, How fucking is. dare you? She's got that same dour look on her goddamn face and same inflection in her voice as her Satan fucking heartless father. Infested. My God. My God. Listen to this. Our guys have backed out. How concerned are you about our profile overseas and for our future allies? I'm very concerned about it, Brian. I think that what we're seeing happen is going to have uh, ramifications not just in the Middle East but around the world. If our adversaries uh, begin to sense weakness, if our adversaries begin to think that we won't defend our allies, that we won't defend our interests, uh, that that's provocative. Uh, but I also want to say that, that the uh, the impeachment proceedings that are going on and what the 
the Democrats are doing themselves to try to weaken this president yep. uh, is part of this. There's there it was not a, a, an accident that the Turks chose this moment uh, to roll across the border. And I think the no. Democrats have got to pay very right. careful attention to to the damage that they're doing with the impeachment proceedings. Oh yeah, it was no fucking accident that they chose to roll across the border. Who the fuck was on the phone with the <laughs> Turkish president? Was it the Democrats? She literally tried to say that the Turks came across the border. Mm-hmm. As soon as impeachment proceedings started, the Kurds because the Democrats decided to impeach Trump. Right? Did I get that right? Yeah. Yes. You got it. Because you yeah. know the Kurds really give a fuck about our domestic policies. No, I don't think the Turks care at all. I, I think, think so. every country is just either. laughing at Trump, but that's not mutually exclusive to Turkey. I don't think that the Kurds pay attention to our domestic policies. Well, no, the I Kurds don't, the don't Kurds care, care that the Turks... Whether the or Tur- not we have merit... Kurds. Whether I, I, oh, no, yeah, they don't care. You know, well, even the Turks, I don't think they care about whether or not we have marriage equality or, or you know, our tax rates or, you know, whether... They don't care about our domestic policies the fact that she tried to blame the dems on the turks invading Mm -hmm. syria and attacking the kurds is the most it's disgusting and it's it shouldn't be something that i should be surprised at because look at who her father is yeah and look at the fact that she threw her own sister under the bus to get elected oh god yeah she's so evil she is so evil and her mother, she, she, her, her mother too. Oh my God, what's her name? I forget. I what's remember her mother's this. name. Yeah, yeah, Cheney's wife, um, Lynn Cheney. I, I, Lynn Cheney. Yeah, oh, that, Lynn that, Cheney. What? Lynn, Lynn, L Y N N. Lynn. Yeah. Lynn. 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 L Y N N. Lynn. Yeah. Am I Skyping out or something? No, you're not. I'm being a really oh, bad no. person. You are. Um, stop that. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. <laughs> stop it. I just want to reinforce that. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. The the impeachment proceeding started a long fucking time ago, Liz, Lizzie Borden. Um, and uh, oh, if only she took an axe to her entire family, then we wouldn't be in this position right now. Hmm. Shucks. Um, except her sister. Her sister seems like a cool person. Uh, what will I know about her? Um, but, uh, man, uh, 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 how the fuck do you get to that point? That you're such a bootlicker for Trump. That you're blaming Democrats for an impeachment process that started before... Trump got on the phone and gave a reach around to, or I don't know how to say, Erdogan or whatever. Erdogan. Erdogan. Urkel. Um, <laughs> you know, the CIA. Yeah, he gets on the phone, says, you know, he's like, oh, I love you, Trump. You're a wonderful man. I love you so much. Wouldn't it be nice if you'd let us go in and you could take your troops home and, you know, oh, that'd be great. I ran on that. Oh my God, you fucking stupid fool. You know what? Oh, the GOP owns all this shit. 
all this it's shit. Interesting though that what she said before that, where she said this is going to have you know impacts. This is not going to be good stuff. Mm-hmm. She, and it's she the started. Well. She started out. She really did. She started out saying, "This is really bad. This is not good. This is not good." And then she ended up saying, "Democrats' fault." And I swear to fucking God, I feel like this is what Republicans do. They must have strategy sessions or workshops to be like, here's how we're going to do this when we go on Fox. I think it's she just in their nature. She hangs upside down next to her father. Well, she probably, yeah, oh, yeah she probably does. But, you know, about. she's right when she said this is going to have a long-term bad, bad effect. This is going to be terrible. I, I don't. I hate to say this, but there's more breaking news here. Oh, I'm not. In the New York Times, apparently the search for scapegoats in the White House has begun. Oh, the White House is set to open open internal review of the Ukraine call. Really? Yes. Okay, that's last. Lawyers in the White House are launching an inquiry, which centers on why one of their colleagues. The Deputy White House Counsel John A. Eisenberg placed a rough transcript of the call in a computer system typically reserved for the country's most guarded secrets. The review shows how quickly the impeachment inquiry escalated tensions in the White House, already divided over the publication. And it appears to be the latest attempt of administration officials rushing to protect themselves in the Ukraine scandal. Of course. So, oh. Who opened up the inquiry? Apparently, uh, White House lawyers. The existence of the review also threatens Mr. Trump's narrative that this call with Mr. Zelensky was perfect. Instead, the review underscores the evidence that he bent foreign policy to his personal advantage by pressing Mr. Zelensky to open investigations that could damage his opponent. The review is among multiple efforts inside the White House to learn more about the president's July 25th call and the events surrounding it. The people said other lawyers in the White House counsel's office had interviewed staff members about how Mr. Trump's call with foreign leaders are handled. Well, (laughs) apparently it's dam breaking time at the White House. All right. This doesn't sound good. This doesn't sound good for Trump himself. Uh, Well, well, here you have the calls coming from within the house. Yes, yes. Now they're and, trying to find a scapegoat, and Eisenberg seems to be their first target, saying, oh, well, he put it up on that server. Why did he? Maybe it's him that should go yeah, to jail, well, not us. Not me. And I look forward to seeing Eisenberg testify in front of the ha- you know, the committees. I mean, look at how many people are t- have testified, yeah. testified yeah. this week, and how many more are going to? There, well, there, says Eisenberg took part in the initial primary preliminary inquiry into the whistleblower's complaint in early August. After the CIA's top lawyer contacted Mr. Eisenberg and said that an agency employee had quite raised questions about a call between Trump and a foreign leader. And then later, Mr. Mulvaney's role has come under scrutiny. So, um, apparently... Yeah, they're they're uh, the people in the White House are scrambling to say, uh, get our resumes up on ZipRecruiter. Yeah, I I from and from, hire attorneys. From what you read from that article, Joe. 
Yeah, I put the the link uh, in there in the chat. All right. I well, I don't have time to read it. No, I know. Well, I, we I'm just yeah, we gotta this, we gotta. This, this doesn't break, sound please. like it's what's happening right now. Is there to protect the president? No, it's to protect themselves. It sounds like it's to protect the people who work in the White House yeah, right now. Absolutely. Sure does. So. So. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's fingers crossed. Um, I want him to suffer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all right, here we go. Uh, here's a, uh, 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 thanks again for Miles and Michelle waiting, uh, waiting in the wings to find out if they would uh, have to fill in tonight. But, uh, Joe made it, uh, still diagnosing that water heater issue. Um, mm -hmm. but so here's a, here's a break dedicated to, uh, Michelle. I've got Harold Stracula's Magic Ring of Power, my 2014 edit of that song, followed by... The trailer for C Captain Kronos Vampire Hunter from 1974, one of her favorite uh, movies uh, of all time. So uh, it is break time. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night all right after this. I call on Andras, Grand Marquis of Hell, provoker of discords, and upon Ronway. Demon of forbidden knowledge. And upon Behemoth, Archdevil of the Black Deluxe, I call upon Asmodeus the Destroyer. And Astaroth, friend of all the great lords of Hades, I call upon the many names of Prince Satan, Beelzebub, and Lucifer. I demand an audience with his satanic majesty. Can you pick on Turn Up the Night?
In the 18th century in Central Europe, a black terror swept across the face of the land. The curse of vampirism, which had been a half-forgotten memory for hundreds of years, returned with a fury that struck unholy fear into the hearts of every man, woman, and child. One man dared to make a stand against this evil epidemic. One man dared to hurl a challenge of cold steel against the terror of the undead. He was Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. It is commonly supposed that a vampire attacks in only one way, by biting the neck and draining the victim of blood girls you spoke of. They were not trained of blood, but of youth, of life itself. You see? He's been bitten on the mouth. God's sake, I survived the vampire's bite. The key is not the man you are. I'm doomed. My soul, a never-ending torment. Her life will be yours. Yours. Her youth will pulse through your veins, my darling. Replenishing. Restoring. Take her. At your service, sir. To the death. You bleed, my lord. This is God's blade. Forged for your black heart. I am Miles Lagan, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio. Every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, our host Adam Hebert will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And metal master Kenny Pick, will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. 
and each week I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. This is a clear and unprecedented abuse of power. I would recommend that they start an investigation into the Biden. China should start an investigation. He's becoming self-impeachable. No one is above the law. Well, you did ask Ukraine to look into Joe Biden. Of course I did. Contact your senators today. Urge them to put country over party. When the time comes, we're counting on them to be patriots and vote to remove Trump from office. You could charge the president of the United States with obstruction of justice after he left office. Yes. There's a paper trail. If it was a secret vote, 30 Republican senators would vote to impeach Trump. What did you want President Zelensky to do about Vice President Biden and his son, Hunter? Are you talking to me? <laughs> I can't wait to come back. See you in Ukraine soon. All right. I just wanted to play that before I forgot. Uh, <laughs> but thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's the new ad uh, from the Democratic Coalition. It's the Impeachment Task Force. Check out hashtag Impeachment Task Force on Twitter, and you can find the ad yourself. And um, I think I might try and contact them and see if they have radio ads that I can run, and I'll tell them I'll run them for free. Oh, nice. So, see what happens. That's very, very generous generous yeah or i'll just say i'll just run the audio version i'll tack on the phone number uh, because they put the phone number on the screen so um don't call my number though uh or my bank bank routing number uh but anyway so uh, welcome back um and of course uh joe uh, what's what do we have we have a best of the clown car coming up tonight uh yes yes we it's do. best of the clown car, like uh, number seven hundred and fifty-three. Oh, oh, stop! <laughs> that's, hi- that, that's that's hyperbole. <laughs> it's volume volume what? Volume thirty volume thirty-six. Volume thirty-six. I was close. So <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Oh my yeah. god! So no, many clown cars. Volume twenty-four. Twenty-four. 24. <laughs> But boss, what hey, about twenty five? Can't, 25? can't oh, be thirty six because uh, twenty four is the highest number. Hey, you know? hey, hey, boss, how much did you give him? Nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Not anyway, so yeah, I think we, uh, Rain, you were off on Friday. We were we played the uh, twenty four is the highest number 
on Friday to remind everybody why 24 is the highest number. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, welcome back, everybody. And, uh, I got a little bit more audio to play. Uh, and, uh, this is, uh, the, uh well, I, and Miles asked for it. Hopefully he's still listening. I, I do feel that we did have some schadenfreude, especially with, uh, Rudy already. Rudy already? <laughs> Rudy already, it's a zombie woo. Rudy already. <laughs> <laughs> Like a, that sounds like a sitcom from the early 90s there's a song Rudy called Ready. well there, there's a there's a uh there's a song called zombie woof by frank zappa that goes Rudy already it's a zombie woof oh. so rudy already is a zombie woof he is a zombie woof <laughs> so uh he's more like a zombie shark though you know he has fallen so far oh how the kind of sort of maybe mighty ish have fallen so, uh, I will be the hero. Yeah, America's <laughs> hero, fucking yeah. mayor. God damn it! The hero of nine eleven. You know it. I'll also you be the hero. America. He did. America to Boris and Igor. In the America. eyebrows from hell. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, Rudy Tootie, he's so screwdy, says Jake Ollie. <laughs> Living on Long Island says, so many clowns, so little time for your clown car, volume 735. So There are a lot of clowns. Yeah, so many. Uh, but so many. I, I, we played a Neil Cavuto clip a few, a few weeks ago where he was, oh. uh, where he said, Trump, we don't work for you. And I went and I went to double check to make sure that this wasn't the same thing, and it wasn't because I have I have the other clip, and I found this because I think you were questioning whether or not it was new too, Rain, when you when you guys shared this in the in the production mm -hmm. chat, um, mm -hmm. but it is new, it is new, and uh, this is Trump uh, Trump getting just taken to the cleaners by Neil Cavuto on Fox News. I think that there are there's going to be a lot of stuff like this from him. And from Chris Wallace and Andrew Napolitano, and that's about it. After what happened with Shep Smith on Friday, because I'm I'm hearing did you guys that cover that on the show. We did, we did. Um, okay. And I, I'm I'm hearing now. You know, I mean, there there are some pretty wild conspiracy theories about it, but the one that makes the most sense is that it was after Tucker Tucker Carlson attacked. Uh, napolitano i think or or somebody else that was on shep's show and there was a back and forth and i think shep uh, from and i heard this on npr today from somebody who knows a little bit more about this than, than we do um heard it in the car on the way to work and uh this this woman on i don't know what fresh air or something i don't know um she uh she said this seems to have come hot on the heels of that dust up with between Shep and Tucker and Shep's like, Hey, I've worked for you for 23 years. You better keep that little piece of shit in check. I mean, I'm, I'm, this is me embellishing obviously, right? but you know, I've been here for 23 years and you're going to let him treat my guests like that. And, and let him, you know, throw his conspiracy theories out. When I'm doing the news, the only news for, you know, every, Monday through Friday on this network, I'm doing the only news. 
and, and you're going to let this, you know, garbage opinion host, white nationalist, racist asshole, you know, tell, you know, uh, dictate, you know, the, the, you know, come at me and start a flame war with me. And, uh, and I think that they were like, you know, you, you better do something. Because they suspended Janine Pirro over over shit she said in the past, they wouldn't even give Tucker a suspension. So there, there, there's Tucker, the 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 you know, um, the gold plated plate uh, white nationalist, you know, heir to a fucking frozen food empire, never had to work yes. a, a day in his life. Um, yeah. sitting pretty, uh, well, not figuratively pretty, not literally. Um, and Tucker Carlson, um, and I'm sorry, Shepard Smith, who, I mean, I played Shepard Smith. I'm, I'm sad that, uh, uh, you know, because I played Shepard Smith uh, consistently on this show for the last couple of years. I mean, he'll be back. I, I, I hope so. I really hope he lands on his feet at, you know, one of the other networks, you know, uh, uh, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, regular NBC. I think he would be a great uh, you know, uh, nightly newscaster for any of those networks, you know? You know, can I jump in here quickly? Yeah. Because I know we're short on time, but um, I, I I follow Oliver Willis on Twitter. Who I do too, yeah, yeah. Was, he, so he was a member of Media Matters for America for a mm-hmm. long time. And when this happened, he, he literally said, look, I follow, you know, being a member of Media Matters... Um, the idea of having Shep Smith on Fox News was Roger Ailes's way to say, look, you can't say that we're not a legitimate news channel. Yeah. And, and Oliver went on to say, now that Shep is gone, nobody at Fox News has any excuse to say that we're a legitimate news channel. And yeah. I thought that was brilliant. It was a really brilliant observation. Yeah, because uh, Shepard Smith was absolutely much more consistent than people like Chris Wallace. Because Chris Wallace is like, you know, he, he's always the, you know, what aboutism and both sides kind of shit all the yeah. time. Yeah. So. Uh, and so I don't, I don't believe when when Shep said I asked to leave, and they said please don't, please don't go. Um, I don't believe that. We'll find out the truth. We'll find out the eventually, truth. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, I, I we will find out. I think that he was fired. I think he was fired because it wasn't just, it wasn't just the Tucker thing. I mean, just a couple of days before that, Bob Barr, coincidentally, went to um, uh, Murdoch's house to have lunch. Mm-hmm. Coincidence like this just that doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll find out. Like I said, like you said, we'll find out eventually. But uh, anyway, let me play this Neil Cavuto clip because. Again, this was this was pretty awesome. Who likes to be corrected? But you are the president. It comes with the job, just like checking what you say and do comes with my job. After all, I'm not the one who said tariffs are a wonderful thing. You are. Just like I'm not the one who said Mexico would pay for the wall. You did. Just like I'm not the one who claimed that Russia didn't meddle in the 2016 election. You did. Now, I'm sorry you don't like these facts being brought up, but they are not fake because I did. What would be fake is if I never did. If I ignored all the times you said you loved your old Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson, until you didn't. 
had no plans to dump your Homeland Security Secretary until you did. Called Chinese President Xi Jinping an enemy just last week and a great leader this week. Sometimes you don't even wait that long. Last week, you expressed an appetite for background checks before arguing just hours later. Our background checks are already strong. These aren't fake items. They're real items, and you really said them. Just like you never paid to silence a porn star until it turns out you did. Never ordered your former White House counsel, Don McGahn, to fire Bob Mueller until we learned you tried. Fake is when it's wrong, Mr. President, not when it's unpleasant. Just like it isn't and wasn't fake. When you said the Access Hollywood tape wasn't real when it was, or that you inherited an oppression from Barack Obama when you didn't, or that you ripped quantitative easing when he was president, but are furious the Federal Reserve isn't doing the same for you now that you're president. You're entitled to your point of view, Mr. President, but you're not entitled to your own set of facts. Now, we can argue over whether you ever wanted to buy Greenland or disrupt hurricanes with nuclear weapons, but where seeds are planted, doubts are sown. You're right to say the media isn't fair to you, that they're more inclined to report the bad than anything good about you. So it is no surprise you're frustrated that more aren't in line with you and that everyone at Fox might not be in lockstep with you. You might even think that those who are work for you. They don't. I don't. Hard as it is to fathom, Mr. President, just because you're the leader of the free world doesn't entitle you to a free pass. Unfortunately, just a free press. Oh! Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Yeah. So, a good for Cavuto, but you're never going to... I mean, your 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 two-minute, you know, soapbox things, it's never going to replace the journalism that, that Shep Smith had. You know, Chris Wallace yeah, is good... That's, is, that's, yeah. And, that's, his, that's his reel from when he applies to CNN. Yeah, really, really. Um, no, I'm and, glad he said it, though. I am, too. Yeah, I, I absolutely am, too. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and like I said, as good as... Uh, as good as um, Chris Wallace can be at times, again, the, that whataboutism and, you know, ever, both sides do it shit, you know, uh, that that's what sinks him every time. You know, it's like, okay, you just had to throw that in there, too. Well, sometimes Democrats do, you know, shut up. Nothing compares to what this criminal has done. Nothing. I haven't... Can, can I ask? Yeah, yeah. Go. I don't watch. I don't watch Fox. Mm-hmm. Shep Smith seemed to me as an honest to goodness. Just I'm going to report the news. Who else does that over there? Um. Well, I think they're they're alleged newscasters is uh, Neil Cavuto, okay. Shep Smith. Um, Chris Wallace. But Wallace is right, only mean, on Sundays. And he's right. not really a news he's not a news no. he doesn't do reporting. No, I mean basically it's it's uh, anything after Fox and Friends uh is supposedly news. They yeah, have, now, hold on uh, hold on one second, because Trojan Rabbit's saying that was from back in August. It's not new. No, no, that I don't believe that was from August. No, that was I, new. I have the one from August. The one from August starts like this. I think the president watches Fox. I also think he is getting sick of Fox, which is weird because I think he gets pretty fair coverage at Fox. So that that's how the one from August started. That was from um, August 30th. 
So yeah. Anyway, so that's the second the, time you he's know, done the, that. The, the, the question that I really I mean this because I know I do watch MSNBC, and I know you know I I like watching I do like watching the afternoon shows, mm-hmm. and some are more punditry. I wouldn't say punditry, but they have certain like Ali and Belshi. They will talk more about financial stuff. Um, and then and I like that. Katie yeah. Chur will, you know, she'll she'll interview politicians and try to do, draw questions out, you know, ask them questions and and try to draw information out of them. I don't think that's punditry. I think that's like live reviewing. If that oh makes yeah, sense. it's I it's not. It no, I I get what you're saying. It's it's not it, it's not punditry. There, you know, the, it, it's it it is journalism. It, you know. I, because I, I don't think you know I Katie or Katie Tur and Stephanie Rule and Ali Velshi have all said things that I've been like, well, that sounds a little right wingy, yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, yes, I'd agree with that. So I mean, you know, as much as they want to say, oh, well, they're totally you know anti-Trump over there. N- that's not true. I mean, I've heard Ari Melber give credit to Trump for certain things, you know. But those, I mean, those yeah. are shows where they interview people. It, it's 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 almost like you know you're watching an interview oh, as course, opposed yeah. to punditry, like you know Hannity and you know or Maddo. You know, even uh, I won't even go as far as Maddo. I'll say Lawrence O'Donnell. Yes, definitely ha- have heavy opinion show. You know, I think that's fair. I do. I think that's fair. Because Maddo, with all her deep dives and stuff like that, I, you know, uh, I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, and again, it's never really the flame war that goes on over at Fox News either, you know? So, I don't know, but... But my point is, is I don't know if there's any straight news people over there left at Fox. Shep Smith was the head of... of, of breaking news right yeah and i don't think they have anybody as the head there anymore no i i concur i i i I believe you're correct so uh yeah i mean the closest thing now is chris wallace and you know and neil cavuto and and that's that is a they are pale (laughs) you know i mean yeah they, they pale in comparison so uh, anyway, um, I want to play this one last thing, and then we w- gonna, we're going to uh, wrap up the, the show. Uh, I'm sure people have heard about this. I know you guys have, uh, but there was the, the snuff film that uh, tr- some, some Trump cultists put together from the, um, the, the what was it, the, the James Bond ripoff movies, the, the Kingsman or the Kingston, the Kingsman, the, yeah. the Kingsman, Kingsman whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that first Kingsman movie was totally right wing propaganda because you know the villain Samuel L. Jackson was playing uh, basically an eco terrorist. You know who, who was you know basically oh well you know we we we're gonna have to kill people to you know it basically was like what happened to um, it's the same kind of message that that right wing asshole did at the uh, AOC. Uh, town hall where he said we have to eat the babies that shit yeah yeah it, 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 yeah it's it's along along those lines 
Um, but yeah, the, the villain in the first one of those movies, yeah, it, it was like, oh, well, we have to kill people to save the planet because they're, they're destroying it with, you know, you know, climate change, whatever demonized, basically demonized climate change garbage movie. Um, I hated, I hated every second of that first movie. I watched it because it was, well, based on a comic book, fool me once. Um, and so one of the scenes from that was one of the agents killing a whole bunch of people in a church and somebody decided to superimpose Trump's head on the one agent and then, you know, news outlets or personalities or political rivals or whatever and have basically Trump blow everybody's brains out. Um, uh, and again, it's an assault on, on the on the press, uh, you know, as Neil Cavuto mentioned there. Um, and, um, the, uh, the, this is inciting violence towards the press and towards political opponents. And it was played at a Trump event, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, yes. <sighs> at his resort, at his resort, at his fucking resort. And, so, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 so there, there has been some positive reaction to this. Uh, I don't know if it was, it, I don't, definitely wasn't a direct response to this, but the timing is pretty good. Senator Richard Blumenthal, Democrat from New York, who seems like just a really decent guy from all the years I've, I've seen him do anything. Blumenthal's a, just a decent guy, you know? But he's propo he's proposing a bill to make uh, attacks on members of the press a federal crime, which I think is kind of awesome. Did, did uh, you? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, did you guys want to comment before did, I play the clip? Go ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm <clears throat> I'm actually watching the video again. It was. It wasn't. It should be. It should be members of the press. But it wasn't. That video is the most disgusting thing. I'm watching it again, second time. I haven't it was watched it. Hillary at all. Clinton. It was Hillary Clinton. It was Rosie O'Donnell. It was Maxine Waters. It was Barack Obama. It was BuzzFeed. It was the BBC. It was The Hill. It was um, Vox. It everybody was, that's not Trump. Everybody who's not Trump. And, and it is a snuff film. It is disgusting. And I cannot even believe that there are people out there who are like, well, what's wrong with it? It's free speech. It's not free speech. It's inciting violence. And at a certain point, yeah, I do think I agree with the fact that we need to make a law saying you yeah. cannot promote violence against the It's press. going too far. Press, I mean, after Charlie Hebdo... After the MAGA bomber, after uh, uh, what else? There were there were other attacks. Um, there was an attack not far from us, the um, the Gazette. Yeah, yeah. In, in Annapolis, Maryland. Exactly, exactly. So all of that, all of that, you know, and, and more, and more. There's there's plenty of other stuff that goes on like this. I mean, um, if we want to say that we support free speech, then we need to start supporting free speech oh absolutely seriously absolutely and you know uh, again uh, free speech but 
shouting fire in a crowded theater or saying, you need to die, you need to die, you need to die, especially you need to die, that kind of shit, not so much. So, uh, but let's listen to uh, Richard Blumenthal in uh, talking about introducing this bill. Unless, Joe, you want to say anything before we play the clip? Nope, go to the clip. All right, there we go. We know from the incidents that have occurred in the past, and in fact, some of these attacks on journalists have been fatal, that there is a segment of the population that feels an antipathy toward the press that they express verbally in threats and also at the extreme physically in direct attacks on the press. Thank you. Uh, so what we have to address is the continuing threat of physical violence, whether by guns or other means against the press that may intimidate them in their vital news gathering operation. Now, I offered this bill last session before any of these videos surfaced. It is a priority for me to protect news gathering operations, no matter what their form. And the act that we're proposing would in fact establish a federal crime when someone threatens or attacks anyone doing fact gathering or news operations. That is the purpose of this bill. It would be punishable if it's bodily injury by up to three years, serious bodily injury by up to six years, and a fine. And news gathering is broadly defined to include book writing, magazine, obviously photography, any kind of uh, media that involves communication with the public. So, uh, amen, Richard Blumenthal, amen. for introducing that. Amen! Yeah. And yes. you're right, and yes. Rain, to, to point out that that video, that snuff film that was put out, was in a church. Yes. Mm. Absolutely fucking disgusting. I, I mean, for, for the, the, the level of ignorance and evil for that Trump cultist to have put that together, uh, considering all of the violence that, that have occurred in American churches, synagogues, um, mosques, you know, Sikh temple, uh, other places of worship. We could just say it was in a place of worship. Yeah. But I, I feel like saying it was in a church might, like, get to the, you know, get to the core of people who feel this deeply. Because yeah. it was in a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all you good Trump Christian uh, MAGA, you know, maggots. Evangelicals. Trump in a cultists. fucking church. Dirty liars. Filthy liars. And and Trump hasn't come out and said I I you know, I didn't just denounce it. I'm this this really bothered me yesterday. It bothers me now. He hasn't said anything about it. 
you know, I thought he said something secretary. about it. his press secretary. That okay, yeah, that 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 yeah. that makes sense for that lazy press piece secretary. Is like, oh no, we denounce. No, no, no. This is you are just no. Trump hasn't said anything. Uh, yeah. I, uh, this well, was done in his because he likes it. He and likes he it. He's good with it. He likes it. That's why he hasn't said anything. Yes. Yes. He gets it, this this kind of shit. He gets his rocks off on that and Stormy Daniels while his wife's at home with a newborn baby. I um, I need to. You know what? I could go back and watch. I think I saw yeah. Stormy in that. There was a lot of people in that video besides yeah, I, all of the media that we were upset. I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see. I, I I wouldn't watch it. So I did. Um, it was gross. It was a snuff film. Yeah, I mean, I I saw the movie. I know the scene. So you know, I don't want to. Uh, there, you know, I uh, I don't blame you for watching it. But it's like I knew the scene, but I just didn't want to. You know have all the dots connected i've seen enough ugly shit um so figured i'd give that one a just you know biggest time out go ahead joe one of the biggest infractions of that film was that they made trump thin yeah, yeah really uh yeah we they all know made him athletic like he could do all that yeah yeah, yeah. i I, I thought that was funny. Actually, I retweeted. Let me see if I have uh, have this here. I, I did a bunch of retweets today, um, but uh, I did a yeah. It says uh, here it is. Bet Midler at Bet Midler. You guys heard of her? Mm. So <laughs> uh, yeah. She I says saw she she said she said yeah okay. She said saw the ugly video of Trump made by his fans, but really. Nobody believes Trump could take down a church full of people when we've all seen him physically and mentally defeated by a single umbrella. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Ben. Take a bow. But, so. you know, the thing about that video is that it's meant to incite his followers. His oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, also, uh, if that was really mm-hmm. Trump, he would be doing all that in a golf cart. Yeah. Yes. True. He'd yes. be driving True. around the aisles. Badly, too. <laughs> Badly, too. <laughs> yeah. He'd probably shoot himself thing. first because he'd be eating a hamburger <laughs> with one, eating a hamburger with his trigger hand. Um, also, a great tweet from George Conway today, and then uh, then we got to do parting shots. Uh, Here's George Conway, Kellyanne's husband. Someone calls 911 because they hear shots down the street at the bank. The cops show up at the bank, and sure enough, it's been robbed. And there are numerous witnesses there who saw the crime. The suspects confess. Normally, at this point, no one cares about who called 911. Oh. So, everybody's still screaming about the whistleblower and who reported Trump. You know, and, and the, you know, and Bolton and Hill and everybody else, they're all crying about these people and they're trying to find scapegoats and everything. But no, normally you're just focusing on the crime, but here everybody's trying to, you know, find out who, com- who, uh, who the people are who, who, uh, uh, reported the crime and, and demonizing the people who reported the crime. That's insane. You know? 
So I thought that was a great analogy from George Conway. So good, good for you. Ugh, I, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not you, though, brother. Um, oh yeah. What a long, long life that's gonna be. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, yeah, those things, those Thanksgiving dinners are gonna be rough. <laughs> oh, whew. rough, rough. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, all right. Parting shots. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, Rain, you want to go first? Oh, my parting shot is that I'm not worried about George Conway and Kellyanne because I feel like once this is all over, and it will be all over, they're going to get a a really awesome book deal. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I don't think that George Conway. While he's speaking truth, once Trump is out of office, he's going to go back to being just your normal run-of-the-mill Republican and write a book about how I railed against Trump and how Kelly and I managed to save our marriage. And (laughs) they'll end up on Oprah. Well, if she had a show, that'd be something. So. Well, Oprah has a show. She still has a show? Yeah. Does I she? thought she retired like years ago. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. But still, you you understand my general point. That's my parting yeah. shot. My parting yeah, shot is they're gonna they're doing this for a book deal. Yeah. So uh anyway. And all the never Trumpers oh. are gonna go back to being people we say fuck you too. So, yep. uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Joe, all right, you, you get the last word on tonight's program. Okay, but get ready for the, get the, uh, get the, uh, break the wrist and walk away trap okay. ready. Because Donald Trump Jr. tweeted, why is Kamala Harris the only person that laughs at her jokes? Always way too long and way too hard. The most disingenuous person in politics after Hillary. To which Kamala Harris quickly replied, You wouldn't know a joke if one raised you. Oh! Mm-hmm. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. And also... <laughs> Damn, son. Boom. <laughs> wow you, uh, you you try and throw shade at kamala harris i can tell you what i can see something coming in the air tonight your way yeah oh you you done you done fucked up son <laughs> oh yeah you don't twitter that to kamala and think you're gonna win that one no 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 dumb piece of shit you wouldn't know a joke if one raised you. Oh my god! <laughs> and, and you know, and that that joke has a little bit of double meaning to it because she's saying his dad's a joke, and she's saying that his dad didn't even raise him. <laughs> yeah. If one raised <laughs> you. Oh, well, he did. Actually, his dad didn't. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why she's saying. You know. Your dad's joking. He didn't raise you because your family sucks. Your father sucks <laughs> at the very least. So, wow, wow, good stuff. Uh, hey, uh, Don Junior, how's it feel to be owned? 
<laughs> yeah. Somebody tweeted about the tweet. It says Kamala should be pros- should prosecute and acquit herself for murdering Don Jr. <laughs> <laughs> or at least by for giving him a third degree burn. So <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Like uh, what's his name would say? You burned. Yeah. <laughs> there you my, go. That's my say. You burned. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to wrap things up because. Uh, Best of the Clown Car, volume uh, 1,835,652 is coming up. So, 54. <laughs> 24. <laughs> <laughs> <Why not? laughs> but yeah, the, the uh, Tim Cornwall is coming up. Uh, and uh, I want to thank you guys. Welcome back. I'm glad we're, we, we put the band back together. We're going to have some fun uh, going into the holidays and whatnot. And yeah, everybody, please enjoy the two, at least two weeks we have of Halloween music. We're bringing our all of our music shows back, except for The Night Show. I'm retiring that because I like having a, um, a lunatic parade on after Turn Up the Night on Friday, and I've been doing a lot of craft things. So. Um, but I'm still programming the largesse of the music on the network. So I have a whole bunch of shit I bought right before we lost our music license. A lot of 80 stuff that I'll be uploading. Uh, possibly some Phil Collins. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got Phil Collins and Tina Turner. I've got all kinds of great stuff. Uh, awesome 80s stuff. Uh, that I'll, I'm really I'm excited. I'm a dancer. Dancer for money. For Any money. old music will do. I'm your private <laughs> dancer. Uh, yeah. I'll sing that karaoke with you at your party rain next year. So yes, uh, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, uh, so needs to come down, Joe. I think it's. Uh, huh? I think that was Joe the plan. Needs to come down for the party. That, oh, yeah, that yeah, was the yeah, plan. Yeah. Yes, I do. So I we got to coordinate. Uh, we, we yeah, we got to talk about this uh, uh, real quick. Uh, but anyway, uh, other than that, uh, after after the show. But um, yeah. So uh, but everybody, you know, be safe. Take care of one another. Enjoy the music. Uh, I'm really glad we could get the licensing back. Check out Paul's Memory Bank, uh, eight to ten p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Or, I'm sorry, Mondays. Yeah, Mondays. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> and of course, Adam Hebert will be bringing back Midnight Sun, which is on at 11 p.m. Hey. Eastern on Saturdays. Um, and uh, yeah, and also check out. Uh, well, uh, we took the week on weekend off because I was exhausted, and they had and Adam's mom's in from out of town, so we were off on Mike Check Radio on Sunday. We'll be back with uh, Adam, Miles, Michelle, and myself. This Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. And uh, check out all the other fine programs. And welcome back, Brad and Desi. And now, let's cut loose. Again, take care of one another. Uh, Stick around if you want to hear the best of the clown car. Tim Carmel Show. Coming up. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. That's it.